0: Hey, welcome everybody to another episode of 3 Brews In. Where as usual we are, 3 Brews In. Per our bylaws, we drink 3 beers before this podcast, which we have done pretty quickly tonight, and we're going to drink 3 more as it as it goes on. It's all the same beer that tonight was brought by Travis. And we're gonna talk about it at the at the end of the, the episode. So Travis, this was your call tonight. You kinda of pulled a bait and switch on us. <laughs> yeah, so, so,
1: yeah. So yeah, a little backstory on that. I was down in the Milwaukee area last weekend for a class and I had the uh, I don't know what they call the Hazy IPA, the MKE. The M K E hazy IPA. You sent us a my god, I was a one block walking distance from my hotel and did indeed walk and I had three of those bad boys, and uh, yeah, so I don't know what they came in. But anyway, so I so I, I, lied. I'd sent a text to the boys at the time because I'm a little buzzed watching uh, <laughs> watching the brewers. We'll be talking about that, by the way, because that was no hitter night. And I said, this is for sure the next beer for the podcast. Well, God, I just chickened out. Up north, Wisconsin Lager is what replaced my great idea um, it comes in at 5%. It's from Very Door County. Very
0: responsible 5%, I might add. Yeah. Very
1: responsible. Yeah, 5%. I think so. It's the uh, One Barrel Brewing Company. Have we even heard of that?
2: Yes. we've we've, so we've, we've had, had a, a beer. beer here. Oh, boy. Uh, so was
1: I part of the podcast then? You were. Yeah, brewing. you
2: were. And One <laughs> Barrel Brewing Company has both uh, uh, homes in Madison as well as Door County. Yeah. So it's, this uh, is one that's from DoorCon.
1: The labeling, as you well know, I go for labeling. I love how they did this. It's super simplistic. It doesn't have any demons or fucking one-horned animals or anything. No gargoyles. Uh, yeah, I'm not a big on that. But we'll see. We'll see.
0: Yeah. It's, it's a lager. I was thinking, you know, we... When we usually have a good IPA, it's usually like a home run or something or yep. whatever. It's like a, a Pilsner or a Logger, is that almost like the weak-hitting utility guy? Like it's almost impossible for them to get it out of the park? Like a Craig Council when he was playing? You it, know what I mean? Is it tough it for a lager it, it, to hit a home run? It, it, it,
1: yeah, it isn't It isn't fair to them. It's like a punter being the best punter in the world, like Ray Guy, not in the Hall of Fame. you were really up against it. I, I don't think any Logger could be... A uh, home run in my
0: book. Just no, well, on none personally. that we've tried
2: yet. No, no I just have a tough time tried.
0: walking away from a logger, going, "Well, this is the greatest beer I've ever had." Uh, like we've done with the yeah. six eight night with uh, <laughs> the the hanky panky IPA. How just, much of that? I has just to I do just hear that and I level. yeah yeah. Yeah. Oh, anyway, so what a day we'll, that yeah, was. We'll, yeah. Well, thanks for bringing this tonight, Travis, and we'll uh, we'll review it at the end of the night. I Please. can I can hear the disappointment in your voice. It, you can't fool me. That's not. I'm not. The early reviews are good on it.
1: No. Well, I'm just saying. I I promised. The IPA. It's,
2: you did it, promise an IPA. You, you, you promised and you brought us a lager. Yeah. You <laughs> promised us a diamond ring, <laughs> and it's that cubic zirconia. <laughs> Or an Onyx. <laughs> you you <laughs> promised to bring a Hall of Famer, and you brought some schlep you played high school baseball with. <laughs> well said.
0: Yeah, yeah. All right. So, as usual, we're going to talk about the Milwaukee Brewers, because that's kind of our, our forte. Um, then we're going to go into a bunch of other sports stuff, and then we'll we'll also get into our, our really fun, just stupid stuff, um, which will tonight include our favorite euphemisms for <laughs> genitalia our (laughs) good things athletes have done off the field, our statements never uttered and all the usual things that, that, Everyone just really, really loves to listen to, I'm sure. Um, real quick before we get going, um, a couple of weeks ago or a couple episodes ago, we gave a shout-out to the Breakout Sessions, which is a lo- another local podcast that covers um, hockey yes. and whatnot. I emailed the guys actually yesterday, <laughs> and they got back to me. I said, hey, we're going to give you another another shout-out. They said, absolutely, let it, let it fly. And uh, so, yeah, if you're into hockey, if you're in the Eau Claire area or even Wisconsin for that matter, uh, check out the Breakout Sessions uh, podcast. I'm sure it's on iTunes and, and Spotify, and, and give them a listen. They're, I'm sure, very knowledgeable and way more professional than we are.
2: Uh, it's more professional? It's a pretty low bar.
0: What, are we not professional? That I said they're more professional than we are.
2: Well, I think we are a very, very professional podcast. Have you
0: ever listened to one of our episodes after we've put them out? There? No, I try not to. It's
2: <laughs> it's a <laughs>
0: I don't have time for that. It's shit. a tough <laughs> listen. I ain't gonna lie. Time for that.
2: <laughs> so, what is our favorite euphemism for penis? <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, okay, okay. Well, all right. Well, okay, well, I agree. Well, let's let, right. let's uh. <laughs>
0: Let's get into our bread and butter, guys, right away. Because yeah. every, like, like the last couple episodes, every time it's like, my God, there's so much brewer news to talk about. And now we have, like, massive brewer news let to me, talk about. Let, let me just start it. I don't give on.
1: two shits less. They just dropped a. Oh, by the way, this was going to be one of my issues. A series cannot be two games.
3: Mm-mm.
1: No. Hey, the Brewers, are in the second game of their series. No, they're not. It's a two game.
3: <laughs> oh, yeah, oh, we, were, we were. Just, yeah, we were just
1: talking about professionalism. For one thing, it's a two-game encounter. It's two. Yeah. I just. Yeah, listen. you can't have it. Okay, series. so no. moving forward, we dropped the last two games. Don't let that minimize for one second what's going on here in oh, our no, world with the Brewers. No. I um, I sort this, of this this yeah. you know the series against the the Indians. Boy, you'd be hard pressed to to come up with oh. an all around more dominating. I get the the Indians aren't the Dodgers, but they're they're you know they're also not the Diamondbacks right now. Yeah, um, with, you know, with some talent, some young players that are trying to prove themselves. They're they're out there, and that was one hell of a run.
2: Yeah. So I had the fortunate and unfortunate Jeff. luck. Uh, During the uh, Indian Series, I was down in Texas, so my uh, I I didn't get to watch any of the games live. Um, But I, when I returned home, I watched every single one of them. So some one of the topics that we talk about, I didn't know occurred until a uh, ticker at the bottom of a screen of a college football game that said uh, "No-hitter alert." Corbin Burns is in the eighth inning with a no-hitter. Told you. You were you were one of them, yeah. Okay. I, it was simultaneous between you uh, sending the message and the ticker going across the bottom of the screen that uh, sure. that I was alerted to this. Um, what turned out to be fairly fairly important uh, uh, baseball game, and I still haven't seen one of those live in my lifetime. Hmm. So yeah. that- I
0: was able to see it live. I didn't see most of the game. I was. Busy, I yeah. think I was watching a, a. And we're and we're going to get into something. the specifics
1: of the game and a right. little bit. So we don't want to dive into that, right?
0: Well, I don't right know. Now. Do you want to lead with the with the no-hitter? no hitter? I mean, we, it's kind we of the well, should, we move move it. It. should we go
2: in chronological order and talk about Daniel Vogelback? Yeah, oh, that'd idea. be good. That's a good great idea. idea. Yeah. Because all of a sudden now that is overshadowed as like not one of the major things that I mean it's one of the top five moments of the season and it got instantly overshadowed by the no hitter, right? Daniel Vogelback. Uh, just, I don't think it got overshadowed. I think it just became the most recent,
0: right? Did it? Right. You know? Well, and and then and, 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 that, and, and,
1: and that, listen, that just happens. Though. That there's yep.
0: I, and I'm using air quotes. The controversy and talking points about the no hitter. Whereas the Vogelbach moment was just pure joy and ecstasy if you're a Brewer fan. So if you don't know what we're talking about, Vogelbach hit what they call what a true grand slam or a true walk off. It
1: was name. the true walk off. It was. Don't they have a different term? It for It It was the. Uh, I forget what oh, they actually I, call I sent it. it. it to it's, you guys. it's got a different name for it. It's give when, me thirty seconds to research. And, and in the history of a hundred plus years of baseball, it's a really small list. Very rare. Very of the rare. Walk off perfect. Yep. Four. Yeah, because when you think of it, most you know grand slams have ended games, but they've they, they've turned it, four four games into eight fours.
0: Or it's it's so right. It wasn't that 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 hitters run that won right. the game. It's four. called right. the ultimate grand there slam. You. There you ultimate. It yeah. was
2: the twenty eighth ultimate grand slam since 1920H, 1925, eight nineteen twenty five. I'm sorry, which baseball lingo means it's a walk off grand slam in which the batter represents the winning run. Uh, before Vogelback, the last man to do it was um, some. Fucking cub guy, David Bodie. David Bodie. Against the Nationals in twenty eighteen. Yeah. Um and like Bodie, Vogelback was a pinch hitter. A pinch hitter. Yeah, isn't that isn't twenty-eight? That crazy? Twenty-eight in almost a hundred years. And and
0: oh, yeah, oh, and okay, and was against the Cardinals. Against the Cardinals, yep. which is fucking awesome. And and I'm so glad I hate Bally sports for so many reasons, but I, I was so glad that they made a point of showing Yadier Molina in the dugout. <laughs> taking his gear off yes. when the Brewers are out celebrating, and, and, and he's in there with his, his perpetual pout on his face or his frown, or whatever you want to call it. It was just great. And I, I didn't see that live either because I was downstairs. I think like, he could
1: still make his way into the gang life. I, 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 <laughs> I know the guy's worth probably $50 million bucks, but why, why do I think that he could still be a kingpin of something?
0: Couldn't he not just, like, be... Bring an oxy like into Puerto Rico at some point. You absolutely, absolutely. know. He,
2: you absolutely know he could. Yadier yeah. Molina is going to die in like a jet speed or jet boat uh, crash of some sort, <laughs> running from some cartel member of a different family. poked out of his yeah, gills. Yeah, oh, absolutely. This is going to be just. It's going to be treacherous. Yeah, far that was great. There,
0: but yeah, and, and it's so amazing because it's Vogelback who was one of those guys that you legitimately thought he may not be on the roster, right? When once he came back oh, from injury, yes. I didn't think I didn't think he would be. I thought they would because Stearns is cold blooded. Like, right. like, sorry, we don't have a place for you. Like, yep. we already have a bearded version of you. We in the have a to softball player
2: to play first base and I, I like and
0: how hit home you runs.
1: said that. Did you plan that ahead of time by no. chance, the beard? Did you no. just come up with that? No, I just came that up with that. That was witty as shit. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yeah. And, okay. you know, how can you not think of them in kind of the same?
0: <laughs> They're the same
2: guy. <laughs> They're the same person. They're a the pair
1: same. of Gorman, Thomas's, uh, Rob
2: Deer's. It's the, it's the Bash Brothers from uh, Mighty Ducks. But <laughs> They are the Bash Brothers <laughs> Mighty Ducks. They're the same person. Yeah. But uh, in the National
1: League, you
0: don't really have a place for both of them. And that's a, that's it, another thing. Exactly, yeah. But Stern's doing his like roster magic, and then I think the roster's mm-hmm. expanded. So the, probably the only reason he's on that roster is because Because it's at 28. Because at 28, right, yeah. So, I mean, just that perfect little concoction uh. of, of of magic, and, and he hits a, the ultimate grand does slam. Does it stay which at 28 in the playoffs? Or does it go no, back to 26. No, I think it goes back to 26. It, it, it does. Yeah, yeah. So. We'll see what happens in the playoffs. Which,
1: isn't that just a freaky thing where some of these, a lot of brewers who have contributed to what's almost certainly going to be a uh, a playoff appearance are not going to be part of that. It's just like, that's got to be a dynamic that...
0: Hell, with the Brewers. I right. Well, and but even with – because they can adjust their rosters between series. So you know that the way that council yeah. and students juggle the rosters, like if you're like on the cusp but you don't make it for the division series, you better stay ready, you better yep. stay yeah. on your game because you might get that call for the, the NLCS. I think our next episode would be a
1: perfect time to talk about that and like the Jackie Bradley Juniors of the world and kind of Ooh, some yes. of those. Well, I mean, really. and right. Because
2: Taylor's coming back.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Are you losing a lot by? Well, yeah, it's a conversation. For a, for yeah, another, say, so yeah. So we got Vogel
1: back. Why, why don't we move on
0: to the uh, the the team no hitter? Let's talk about the no hitter.
3: <sighs>
1: so
0: you guys are. I think you have very can, strong opinions, Travis. What do you want to say about? Coach, do you Nine. mind? Take it. Okay. I really don't know where you come down on this. So I'm I don't to, know where
1: you guys are either. I'm interested to hear. No, it, 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 it is. So I, I, I'll just give you a little background. I was in um, McGuanagoe, and I'm at a, a, a bar across from the hotel. And I'm starting to text, hey, we're five innings in, we're six innings in. And there's this one guy to the left of me that is really, I'm going to kind of give it away here, really kind of a knowledgeable fellow. He's making these comments, and he's got these true drunk fellows to the left. Fucking counsel. He don't even fucking think about it kind of deal. And he saw his pitch count after after seven innings. Mm-hmm. And I'm talking to the guy. I said, well, if you let him go out for eight, you need to make a commitment for nine because he was at pretty much his his pitch count um, after after uh, seven. And we all know he talked his way into number eight. Yep. And his pitch count got up to, what was it, 118? 115. 115. So I'm talking to the guy. I said, well, let's do the math. Number one, if you send him out, the opposition does not want to get no hit. They are going to force him in. They're not going to be first pitch swinging mm-hmm. people. You're going to have some of those counts. I mean, you know, obviously, if the first you know, the first batter hits a hit. He's gone and all that shit. But I'm like, you know what? If you send him out for 8, you're going to send him out for 9. I didn't like it. After 7, no. Get him out after 7. That was my position. It's the position I still hold. It turns out, after the game, you heard the talk that he really, Craig wanted to pull him after 7. Mm-hmm. He talked his way into 8. He had a very quick 8th inning, which is like, and I'm sitting there, I'm like, Fuck. I don't know if I agree with this, but there's no way you let him pitch 8 and don't let him pitch 9. So we're all ready. And the next shot at the par <laughs> where we're watching is the Craig with him. And it's like, he's done. He said, no, he's not fucking done. You got these yahoo's. There, you are going to watch this no-hitter and whatnot. And I'm like, oh, no, he's done. So my here's my overall position on this is um, with that count, he really couldn't have had a quicker... Eighth inning to be within that realm of, you know, let's do it. Um, and if you're gonna do that, you 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 move on and and let them do the ninth. Maybe, you know, maybe it was one of those Jesus. I, I regret the decision from a Craig Council standpoint. I really wish I would have let them do eight because it would have kind of made some things go away.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: There are uh, Santana, right? i mm-hmm. forgetting the guys. Johan I Santana. It. My God, mm-hmm. you don't think for a minute that Craig Council wishes he wanted to get up some squibber infield hit in the fucking third inning yep. and he didn't have to face this? It's yep. the last thing Craig Council, as a player, as a major leaguer, as a World Series champion, as a person that really likes these guys, the last thing he would ever, ever, ever do is take it away unless it's for a very good reason. Now, we will never, ever know the result because he could, in theory, have gone out and pitched an eight-pitch ninth inning, Mm -hmm. and won it, no hitter. He's But the risk, in my opinion, was more than the reward.
2: So I'm curious to hear what you guys think. Justin? So I have actually evolved on this in the last week. Hmm. It's kind of strange, and I feel like it's growth uh, for me as a human being. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) When... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> when I started following this uh, after being alerted to the potential of Corbin Burns getting a nine inning no hitter uh, and finding out that with 115 pitches he was pulled going into the ninth inning, uh, I got really pissed off because I thought you're ruining this guy's chance at a no hitter. Mm-hmm. You are, this is a once-in-a-lifetime, maybe, opportunity for a pitcher. Probably. Um, this is something extremely special. You're taking it away from him. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Hater sealed the deal, and it was like 11 pitches or something. Mm-hmm. So that would have, let's say, in theory, Corbin Burns does something similar to that. That's it's bringing him around. Ridges, yeah. Right. Let's bring him maybe around 130 pitches. Yep. Um, a uh, as I got to thinking, 130 pitches for Corbin Burns right now is a lot. Given mm-hmm. you know what, if if the Brewers were 12 games under 500, no shot at the playoffs. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I think it's something different. But there are bigger things on the horizon, and as I started researching this a little bit more, um there have been a lot of Multi pitcher no hitters mm-hmm. in league history, yep. and they're recognized as no hitters. So mm-hmm. Corbin Burns has a no hitter. Yep. He shared it with he shares it with uh, with, with Hader. Josh Hader. Yeah. But it's still a no-hitter. Mm-hmm. And I think at that time, because I was in Texas and naturally my IQ was dropped significantly going south of the Mason-Dixon <laughs> line. <laughs> I didn't necessarily recognize that at that time it would be recognized as a major league no-hitter. It is. Yep. It is recognized yep. that way. So Corbin Burns has a no-hitter. Mm-hmm. He didn't pitch all nine innings of that no-hitter, but he pitched no-hitter. hmm uh, the Houston Astros... Oh, let's see if I can pull this up real quick. I think they had, what, four or five pitchers? They had a no-hitter in... Uh, oh, man, it just went away. The Cubs
0: did this, too, by the way. Yeah, I'll,
2: I'll have to look at it again. Yeah. But, um, like, Roy Oswald pitched for an inning and a half. And they had, like, five or six pitchers yes. that went. And they pitched a no-hitter. That's and different. it's still recognized as a it's no-hitter. It's still a no-hitter. And that's different, It's too. different than... Corbin Burns went eight innings. Yeah. He didn't pitch an inning and a half and then get replaced by somebody else who throws something completely different. Right. He went a full eight innings yeah, and, and completely obliterated mm-hmm. um, this offense to the point mm-hmm. where um, I, I have no doubt that he could have gone all nine innings, sure, but there's a I bigger agree. thing with this, with this season. There's something bigger. There's it, He gets a no hitter, a nine, a nine inning, no hitter, and he can't pitch for the rest of the year. Yeah. Uh, Oh what does or, that do for or, that or he series? pitches or he pitches and there's no complaint
1: of injury but and it isn't released to the media and the public, but oh my god, that extra twenty pitches was just right. because twenty pitches at one hundred to one twenty is a whole lot different than forty to sixty. It really, right. really yes. is. And I just wanna emphasize again. Right Council, don't make him out to be the devil. If he made a mistake, he made a mistake, but he really, really would want his guy to get one. So his mistake was made with the, if it was a mistake, and I I would say it's not. Let's just say, let's take take the other approach. I would say, fellas, really, for these people bitching about it, Council's a prick, Council's an asshole. He is maybe the biggest player-friendly manager in all of baseball. Right. He was put in a really shitty spot. He you could it. see
0: it in his face. It's right. like, God damn it, why does he have a no want He, he didn't him. want to be in that spot. He,
2: of want he didn't he I, I want And don't think
1: Corbin, Chris Hook wasn't involved in the discussion and right. others.
2: Well, he didn't want Corbin Burns going out for the eighth. Like right. This and wasn't going to be an no, issue because he no. wasn't going to pitch the okay. eighth. I, right. Will, right.
1: I, will, I will say this. If there's one nitpicking thing that you can – Say and maybe it isn't even nitpicking. Is like clearly he wanted to pull him after seven. Mm-hmm. He talked himself in. Both admitted to it. Both mm-hmm. acknowledged that yep. he talked himself into the eighth. That might be the point where you can say, Craig, maybe you should have had more of the backbone in the in the. Because what do, what do you, what what do you gain by it? If you're throwing them out for eight, number one, you're telling them you probably have the ninth. Yeah, you're telling all the better. fan base. You're telling. But if you pull him at seven and then go, listen, the pitches were just too high. Yeah, we couldn't do it. We weren't even close. So if he's pulled two innings before a no hitter, some of this mania, I think, is tempered a little bit. I now, if you don't really get baseball, you look at this. Oh wow, yeah.
2: Corbin Burns, when he is done with his career, in the in the statistical um, analysis of his career, Corbin Burns pitched a no hitter. Yeah. Yeah. Whether or not he went nine innings or eight innings, and it was shared, right?
0: Yeah, and and for me, like, what what is the downside? What's the worst thing that could have happened out of that situation? The worst yeah. the worst thing is that you put Burns
2: out there for the ninth, he gives up a hit, and he gets hurt. And he gets hurt. That worst case he, scenario, he blows the he blows the no hitter. There's no team no hitter, yeah. and he gets hurt.
1: And he probably isn't anything that happens on the mound, right? It's something the next
0: day. Yep. Yep. Right. Yeah. So I, I I think Craig played it right. I think it's a okay, good I'm decision. That, I we actually think all agree on this. I, yeah, I was surprised. So, if um, we would have yeah. done
2: this episode like five days ago, I would have felt very much differently. But okay. I think I've grown as a human being. No, I an adult, <laughs> you've grown as something. Um, so I was just be- I was
1: just speaking uh, to a friend before the 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 podcast, and he brought up the point. Well, what if this is uh, Milwaukee and not um, and not Cleveland? Yeah. Do you think it's any different? And, and I, I will throw this out there. I will throw this out there. Maybe it's different, but maybe he doesn't see the eighth inning. I think
2: the uh-huh, maybe, maybe the decisions are much harder if it's at home, but I think the the fact that a zero hit stat line can be shown on the bull, uh, on the bill or on the uh, scoreboard, scoreboard uh, at the end of the game with the fans cheering I think that uh, overcomes it all. Because if, me, yeah. when when Hare came right. into the game, there was a lot of booze, And it, it wasn't from Brewers fans. It was from Indians fans they that wanted to see, wanted to see a no-hitter. Right, yeah. Like, yeah. I, I wanted I see. to see a one-pitcher so no-hitter. Craig Council's too smart to make the,
0: I'm at home, so I'm going to throw him out there for another. So, He's too smart for that.
1: Well, that's, let's throw this out there and take the the home and away out of it. A couple of uh, hypotheticals. He goes out for nine. This is in no particular order. Okay. He has a seven-pitch walk to the first batter. Okay. Okay? Number one. Does that do it? He'd be out. Okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, I think yeah. so probably. Yeah. So he has a six-pitch to the first guy, and now you're at one whatever. Mm-hmm. Whatever.
0: 121. Now means. you got one
1: out. Yep. And now the walk comes. <laughs> Just think about... All of those things that could have happened in the ninth that we'll never know, mm-hmm. but all of a sudden, we, we're at 115, right? Mm-hmm. To the start batting, of the ninth, yeah. Are we all in agreement that it is not likely if he gets an old hitter that it's less 130? No, 15 pitches. No, right. right. Agreed. And because just, the, I mean, you don't want to be no hit. Mm-hmm. And what are you telling the guys? Make them work. Make them work. Make mm-hmm. them work. Make them labor. And. And all of a sudden, you're at like 131 or 132. You haven't given up the hit. It's like, oh. what? where do you pull the plug? Do you literally pull the plug on the guy with two outs at
2: 129 pitches? And he's got a no-hitter? It's like,
1: God, this would be a horrible
2: thing. And the what? only reason why Josh Hader got out of that inning with a reasonable number of pitches was because... It was Josh Hader that came in and they couldn't they weren't playing the he's going to get tired, he's going to miss the zone. Right. It was you have to get ahead of him the, so that you get a fastball right. and you know where it's You're, coming because you can't hit that I starter. don't care who's batting, you are
1: not getting a five pitch inning, you are not getting nope. three ground outs no. for because they don't there's well, pride involved.
0: And tell me this, when was the last big league season that Corbin Burns pitched as a starter from beginning to end? Mm. Oh wait, he's never, uh, he's never done done it. it yeah all right so good 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 can i can i do
2: one no shit as it relates to the no hitters oh because i have a different no shit for uh for later on but there is a no shit that has to do with um the 2021 season and no hitters that the brewers are a part of sure the cleveland indians are the only team to be no (laughs) hit three times in a single season doing so in 2021 they were no-hit by Carlos Rendon of the White Sox. Yeah. They were no-hit by Wade Miley of the Reds. And they were no-hit by Corbin Burns and Josh Hader of the Brewers. Remarkably, Zach Plesak yes. was the Indians pitcher for Part all every three game. of that's those right. no-winners. Uh, that, that's right. That's bad luck. Hey,
1: and, and just to go back to that... That's mind-boggling. Yeah, uh, That's bad and luck. And just to go back to that a little bit, you don't think they think about being
2: no-hit twice... They're gonna do everything they can with Burns to no, not today, asshole. Right. Yep, right. So they're little more. They were no hit three times. They were unofficially no hit four times yeah. because the Tampa Bay Rays no hit them in a second game of a doubleheader. Uh, in uh, on what? July seventh, but because it was only seven innings, it doesn't count as an official. Are you newsletter. serious? I didn't know that's that. That's all Cleveland to them. Yeah, that's and I like I like the Indians. I do. In the How do you not kind of like the Indians? They'd be my bit. team. Yeah. So what about a
1: category, guys? What do you think?
0: What do you, What do you guys want to do? Do you want to talk about some euphemisms for genitalia?
2: Let's talk about some euphemisms. <laughs> we've oh, We've kept um, this professional for a really long time. Yeah, we're going straight to the crotch. <laughs> we got to get back one. to our uh, <laughs> back to our roots on yeah. this one. Yeah. So
0: last. Last time we decided we talked about our our favorite euphemisms for penis, breast, and vagina, and use them in a sen- sentence if if we can. I can only do it for a couple of them, but uh, um, that's what she said. yeah eh. eh. um, You guys want to start? i Want to start with? You want to start with breasts? Let's or? start with breasts.
2: Fun bags. Check out the fun bags on that hose hound, you dickhead. I said that last week.
0: Did
1: you? Yes. Well, how can Goddammit. you not get that right? <laughs>
2: Did you say fun bags on that hose house? Yes, you said that exactly. Yes. I said God that man. exact same. <sighs> I feel God. like the forty-year-old virgin all of a sudden. <laughs> you should like bags of sand. <laughs> <is so> bad, <laughs> Travis boobs. <laughs> My God,
1: <laughs> what? I just want to move. Did somebody on Somebody say this. titties. Do it. Why don't we take some time? Do you want to? Yeah. yeah, take some time on this. What do you mean?
0: You want to take a little break? No, let's continue. Let's okay. just I let's just, just
2: continue.
0: All right. All
2: right. I'll I'll. You said fun bags. Yeah, because it was from the Dumb and Dumber. It was. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, it's it's starting to come back to me now. All
0: right. Well, um, my I what I like calling boobs the sweater puppies. <laughs>
2: <laughs> nice.
0: I don't think I. I don't have a sentence,
2: but I don't think I need one on that. No, you don't. <laughs> oh, God. A little Flopsy Mopsy going on there. <laughs> Travis boobs.
1: I hope I, did. I hope I didn't use this last week. Uh, country boobs.
0: You did. God
1: damn. A shirt full, <laughs> then.
0: I think you did. Too. You, I said think you said that one to. yeah, no, too. I'm better than the other things. Oh God, you oh guys God. don't do any sort of. Research. Well,
2: good thing we started. <laughs> that thing we started did like research. That. Let's, let's yeah, move, you're right. Let's move on to penis. Let's move on to penis. On to penis. Uh pecker. Because of the versatility of it, you can call somebody. You can say like, "Hey, I got just I just got hit in the pecker," or "Hey, you're goddamn peckerhead." <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> yeah, it's versatile. Yep. Yeah, it is. Yeah, going yeah.
1: back to middle school, wanger.
2: Nice. Yeah. Hey, yeah,
1: Yeah. Love it. Yeah, it, it. It stood the test of time. We're at about the 50-year mark at least. Yep. <laughs> you, know, you know, and again, I mean, how, how do you use it in a sentence? You know, you think of the third baseman. He took it right in the winger.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, who was the player? Wish he had a cup? Uh, was it just recently? Hit a foul ball recently? Oh, I yeah, thought. like within I, the last couple of days. Oh, uh, hit a foul ball and it came right yeah. back into his dick, oh. and you could tell that he, like an outfielder, not wearing a cup, and it hit like flush right, right oh. side of the dick, right nut, and I don't know how he um, didn't just die instantly. Yeah, you would have oh. thought it. Uh, awful. Oh no, I
1: I saw it. Oh, oh. it was bad. Did you send it? I might have
2: sent it. It might have been a Twitter link. Oh, that I, sent. I think you did. I didn't. Okay,
1: yeah, that's all right. Yeah, of course you did. Uh,
2: you know what? I only send good shit, so you should look yeah. at the thing when, that I sent. I'll
1: tell you what he does. He is not just the the shotgun type of Twitter no guy. He is. Well, I think he just when explained I go. ten
2: minutes ago how much he's grown. Hold or, on. What did you say? Grown? <laughs> I've grown or as a human as a human being. When when <laughs> I I will shotgun shit for different like uh, text that's strings. <laughs> I will not shotgun shit to our three-brews-in text string. Right. When I send stuff on that, it's legitimate. But I need to watch. All right. Fine.
0: Uh, my euphemism for penis was schlong. That's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. And the, the sentence I thought of was, I whipped out my schlong and I could see the disappointment on her face.
1: Hmm. Yeah. Um, awesome. that's a That's a nice recount.
0: Been there. Thank you. I got a good one. Vagina? One. Yeah, vagina. What do you got? Ah, snatch.
2: <laughs> Caught it right <laughs> in the Snatch.
0: girls hate that i might have said that
2: at at work the other day to a girl uh yeah oh (laughs) and to an entire briefing oh to a group meeting yeah a group meeting i said it there were several females in that group all of them laughed they were okay with it. I, oh, was it a I young, knew my audience. Laugh? No, I knew my uh-huh, audience, uh-huh. so it was okay. Okay, I knew who I was around, no, I mean, so I wouldn't say it. I, I mean, like. after his growth, I mean, he <laughs> clearly knows what's right or wrong. It, it all came about uh, uh, a story snatch. earlier in the day in oh. which uh, a snatch was exposed to uh, uh, to a fellow coworker. Oh, sure. And and oh, so yeah. I had to bring up the story yeah. in this group yeah. meeting, and um, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I used the term snatch. Um, (laughs) actually at, at the behest or at the urging of, uh, one of the females in the room, because I was using technical terms and she said, well, Uh, what term did you use to me? And I said, uh, oh, snap. No, that's, uh, thank you for the context. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Good. Yep. I'm growing.
1: Well, before, yeah. That's what she said. (laughs) (laughs) So... This is not what I use, but I was at my sister-in-law's wedding probably about 20 years ago, and one of the bride's friends were at a bar, and my wife was there, and she, in referring to um, an issue she was having, I'm having problems with my ditch. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's fantastic. I think it was monthly stuff related. I'm not sure. I'm the only guy around. And I'm having problems with the ditch, and I uh, <laughs> like so. I just want to make it clear that I have old. never used that. I knew what she meant. That's so good. Whatever
0: you knew instantly. And what it was. She it meant. was a little bit. Of, oh, my I I don't No.
1: So yeah. <laughs>
2: The wow. ditch, the culvert—you can pretty much do any sort of yeah, uh, highway-related items. There, the ditch. That's <laughs> fucking <Jeez. laughs> <laughs> good. <laughs> highway-related items, uh-huh. solid. Uh-huh. You uh-huh. have grown. I don't want to be a, <laughs> a broken record here, but I'm just saying. I'm a. There's there's a lot of there's a lot of. Uh, I think we're seeing a lot of growth over here. Yeah.
1: Well, it's growth. It's. Uh,
2: Development, yes. Old oh, development. I like that. Yeah. Uh, you're going a little far. Can, away I, use, can I use one more that yeah.
1: another person we both know used once in describing south of the border? It oh. takes a long way to to say it. It's kind of. It's not so much juvenile, but it's just you know. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. No,
3: I like
1: it. Fuck it. Sorry.
0: Well, mine comes from uh, Riley, our former Riley. Riley. Our our former guest on here. So I was asking her like, what's a what's a good
2: euphemism good for vagina? She went with slit. Oh yeah, yeah. I don't think there most like that. there is a certain person that all three of us know that would send his uh, wife uh, text messages during the day, I know he's uh, just prior to going that. home from work, and it would say slit pick question mark. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Requesting vaginal text <laughs> messages and calling them slit Picks.
0: <laughs> wow,
2: I, that will
1: never get over. Oh god. Hey, let's talk about the the Mets.
0: Oh, oh boy. Yeah. Uh, you why don't see how watch. I segue? Yeah, that's good. i of the Mets are, are
1: kind of, of a slit. I'm kind of a little bit of the producer, They're not producer. No, but maybe the you're uh,
2: what you're, was, the, you're the stagehand? Oh, you're the talent. You're the talent. <laughs> really, we just, we just manage you. Yeah. <laughs> I like hot dogs. <laughs> yeah. Holy oh God. So the baseball, <laughs> yeah, the, the Mets,
0: the, Mets, uh, the okay, Mets, yeah. what? Thumbs down. Oh, is is how I put it. Someone want to summarize this? I can try. I'm you not. Please do. So apparently, well, when when wow. Francisco Lindor has had an atrocious year, like just awful. He got, they traded a bunch for him. They signed him to a massive contract, and he's hitting about
2: two twenty. And This didn't start until Javi Baez came. Of off. course, it
0: didn't because Baez a is an incredible. Clint. Just a yes, he is. He's a slit. Um ah. So Baez has just been horrible all year long. Has continued being horrible with the Mets. So he was getting booed like anyone would, not performing in New York City, and so uh, some of the Mets took it on themselves to because well, a lot of a lot of teams, yeah, will do a. Uh, you know, some sort of, like, gesture when they get to first base or when they get a hit or something. The, the Brewers do the claws thing, whatever it is. Yeah. And so the Mess decided they would do a thumbs down yeah. at their own dugout. And then when
2: asked later in the press conference, what was that? Yeah.
0: Yeah. They said, well, since the it's fans are... Fans. B-
2: since the, fan booze, uh, the fans boo us, we'll give them a thumbs down. We'll do something well.
0: Right. And then they claimed, no, no, it wasn't against the fans, but it was our sort of like bonding thing or something. Right. Like, oh, yeah, we have to come together.
2: Right. Well, It was a middle school explanation for something that they probably shouldn't have done in the first place. Right,
0: to the point where the owner, who's outspoken anyway, had to come out and say, that's completely unacceptable and we don't tolerate right. that kind of crap. The owner
2: had to because the general manager is currently on leave for an OWI. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Just just saying, <laughs> this is the Mets organization. This is the Mets, <laughs>
0: yeah, exactly. So you, you had a dumpster fire to begin with, yeah. and then you took a gallon of gasoline and Javi Baez and threw them in there as well. How can, was, you, how can you be at the Major
1: League level, Major League talent, way above average, like the Baez, and not recognize this? They did recognize it. So what it tells me is they knew the blowback they were going to get, and they just didn't... Give a shit. I oh, by care. the way, you're in New York.
2: Yes, Todd is a cut.
1: He's a bad dude. He's, he's just an asshole, right? He's an asshole. He, he always has been. It's like, I am not a fan booing guy. I'm the opposite. I don't like most of that behavior, and there's, you know, booing is not going to probably improve your person. Right. The only time I'm okay with booing is if you give a lack of effort, lack and you're of effort. not trying, oh, thank you, or yes. you're being an asshole, but if you're out there. And it's like number one, regardless of whether New York fans are over the top or not, you signed up there. Mm-hmm. Number two, if you perform, they're going to love you, and you could be the next governor. You know, it, it's like yeah, there are expectations, and some of it's just like oh, fuck, I'm being treated unfairly, but 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 you suck it up. But it, it was just a ridiculous thing. But does
3: it, it kind of speaks
1: a lot? Like, well, I'll, I'll just sorry I, I did interrupt no. you. I'm sorry, but it's like. Really? You are the first people that have been booed, you think, unfairly in the history of the game, and you choose now to in do York. that? Right. And I, I, I would say maybe not even unfairly booed, even though I don't like it. if you, In the world of getting on your team, they probably have as much right as... Any fan base
0: does. Sure, right. You you have the right to boo. You have the right to do that. Did Javi Baez, they have the right to do the thumbs down. Are either of them right? Absolutely not. And it's right. just it's just ridiculous. It just shows like Javi Baez came from you know Chicago where he was a god. Like you know helped him win the World Series went, and went could to do a do pair of no big run. markets,
1: a couple of marquee teams. Yep. And you know you you know it's not like you have to you have to be an MVP to to be loved there or be welcome there. It just don't really suck. Right. Even the Philadelphia fans, I mean, if you're one of those, if you're an end guy, mm-hmm. you are
0: God. And wouldn't all you have to do is like hustle? Even if you're sucking, just go and, and hustle. You know, and, and, and even post-game interviews and stuff
1: that, that that probably get overlooked, it's like, if you go out and you just say, fuck, I'm not even earning my paycheck right now, or words to those effect, Just like, I'm letting folks down, I'm letting my team down, those words are hard for some players to say, mm-hmm. but these... Working class, whatever fans are going to be okay. I've had bad taste to
0: but Javi Baez doesn't have that bone in his body, he's incapable of in, that. completely incapable. Yeah, so that sucks. <clears throat> um, so just one real quick thing about Freddie Peralta we've talked about Freddie for a long time and 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 how, how uh-huh. he's been great, he's been fantastic. The the game he pitched the other night, I think, it was the Detroit game, right with the rain delay he was yeah, phenomenal i know really, they lost really one nothing in 10 yeah or 11 11 I think, whatever it was but yeah right because they they butchered it in the top of the 10th with bases bases loaded oh. um <clears> so we 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 haven't been able to put our finger on just why we're not comfortable with freddie peralta so here here's what i did and, and i will add i don't think it's just us i don't think so either yeah yeah Here's what Freddie Peralta is to me. He's the Quick Trip coffee cup of the Brewer's Pitchers.
2: Oh my God. Ooh. Okay. That's fantastic. When I get a I, cup, I like that a lot. When I get
0: a big cup of coffee from Quick Trip and I take their cap and I put it on top of my coffee, yep. I'm pretty sure it's on there.
3: I
1: think yep. it's on
0: there. Oh but I never feel
1: great analogy.
0: Super comfortable grabbing it. I'll make sure I mm-hmm. take it
2: in a Nice and never analogy. feel no matter how many times i push it down and, and yeah, yeah and you, you know what it a
1: couple three times and you never right. know
2: you never feel comfortable with it, but Freddie Peralta is like leading the league in the amount of starts over five innings with two hits or less, and it's just, like it's just he's he's proven that this cup is not going to spill your coffee. I, I've gotten a cup of coffee every day for the past seven years. But because it's not Starbucks, it's not Caribou, it's not Dunkin'. You think this cup is going to fail? I just don't oh, feel right like holding it. the thing. You That's- know why? Because Freddie Peralta was fastball Freddie. And he was like instant coffee. You added water to the, your grounds and it was instant coffee. Right. And that's what Freddie Peralta was for a while until he showed that, hey, he's got some deft, depth. Maybe he's this Jamaican uh, blue coffee <laughs> stuff. Like really expensive, really good coffee. And they just so happened to sell it at Quick Trip. And Yeah. All right. Uh Th- yeah. My thoughts on Friday and right. Freddy. It just dawned on me one day. You want to do about. one more brewer pot topic before we go to like other shitty things? Oh boy! Yeah. Why don't we talk about this? Should we take a quick break first? Yeah, we. Can take this a might break. get long-winded. All right, we'll be right back. There is. One more Brewers thing that we should probably talk about before we get too far into the episode, and that involves uh, an announcement the other day that Ryan Broad made on Instagram, um, and it is that he is officially retiring from Major League Baseball. And September 26th, the Friday or the Saturday game, the very last game of the Brewers home season, um, regular season, is going to be a dedicated Ryan Braun celebration night. And I know that there are some very, very strong opinions on Ryan Braun amongst the three of us. So I think, given that Ryan Braun is the Brewers' career home run leader, he's going to be top five in pretty much any offensive category in Brewers' history. Um, his retirement is a significant deal for the organization. Travis, it's an ethical thing.
1: Nobody can deny. <coughs> excuse me. Nobody can deny the numbers and, and what he what he did on paper, and. Um, you know, certainly on the field. I watched today the 2012 press conference, not a press conference, kind of like a Tiger Woods deal when he got up with his mom in the audience and, you know, you know, did his mea culpa or whatever. Well, it was different with with Ryan. He got up, he was in Marysville, Arizona, and for six minutes and 32 seconds, he got up and gave a, what Bill Michaels described. I I tell you, I, I, Bring up Bill Michaels because I think he summarized it best. He said, I was watching that live, and he said, I was a believer. After listening to Ryan Braun, I believed that not only didn't he do it, but he was getting screwed over. I'm paraphrasing, but he said, I went on and I told my entire audience, oh my god, if this guy actually um, um, did what the test shows he did, I would be shocked because he was so convincing. Um, I'm not even so much talking about how he threw the test taker under the bus and whatnot. I watched it today and I would ask anybody that puts Ryan in any kind of uh, top-level threshold to watch that that what to watch that video because I know someone can say it's just a one-off that's a big mistake that's whatnot. just watch it. and if you're still comfortable with putting him in some kind of wall of honor hall of fame um, That's that's up to you. I'm not saying that you're ethically deficient, but I I do want somebody um, um, that is 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 a better human being, I guess, and and didn't do what he did. Um, It's a personal thing with me. I, uh, I I can't respect him, but his numbers. Are incredible, and he certainly brought a lot of on the field highlights. But um, I, I can't get with him. And oh, by the way, I don't like Brawny. I hate the word Brawny. Even if Ryan Braun was like the best human being on earth, Brawny is bad. Calm Ryan.
0: Josh? So here's my thoughts on it. One of the things that I hated most about Barry Bonds, or the whole Barry Bonds situation, is how much the, the Giants fans. Turned a blind eye to what was going on with Barry Bonds. Mm-hmm. People from San Francisco right. aren't stupid baseball fans. They're knowledgeable. They're really a good fan base. They're an excellent fan base. They, they are. They're knowledgeable. They're smart. They know baseball. They understand baseball. Yes. Mm-hmm. And they completely said, fuck that. I don't care what the evidence says. We're going to embrace you because you're our player. That bothered me to my core. I don't like that. So I don't want to take a brewer's eye to Ryan Braun. I want to be able to look at it and say, what would I feel if he was a Tampa Bay Ray, if he was a Seattle Mariner, if he was a San Diego Padre? I would say, why would you put that guy up in your, why would you retire his number and put him on your ring of honor? The Brewers have a lesser honor. They have their walk of fame outside of the ballpark where they, where guys like Ben Sheets and Corey Hart are at. Okay. Okay. You can put Ryan Braun down there. Don't turn a blind eye to what he was, and don't retire his number and put him up next to Bobby Euchre and Robin Yount. Thank you. And Paul Mahler, because he doesn't deserve to be there. Well said. My opinion, well said. Coach, your, your,
1: your response to Josh.
2: So... Well, no, I mean... It's, I. So, I, I have... In my uh, matured life at this point, <laughs> what are your opinions on Paul Horning? I don't know enough about Paul
1: Horning. And Paul Horning played in a day where I don't think his actions were covered. I, I believe gambling is part of it. Yep. Is that where you're going? Paul Horning,
2: yep, he was suspended from the NFL for okay, gambling. That's a solid point. Solid point. Held held amongst one of the greatest Packers of all time. Violated rules. Sol- solid is, point. This is where I... So I sort of differ from you, but not really. So my my difference is I see Ryan Braun as an athlete. I see Ryan Braun as a player of baseball. I don't see Ryan Braun as an ethical or moral figure in which I would like to live my life after, which I would like my kids to emulate or uh, model their lives after. Those that's uh, reserved for teachers, for family, for friends, for people in the community that do good things, not play sports. So when I look at athletes, I look at them as they are pawns of a game in which I watch. Okay. So Ryan Braun did some really horrific. Uh, did a really horrific thing in bringing the whole anti-Semitic thing with uh, Mm. The Collector. And Mm. there is no point in my life in which I will uh, approach Ryan Braun and say, Ryan Braun, uh, you are my hero. I want to live my life like you. I will say, Ryan Braun, you are probably one of the greatest brewers to play baseball of all time. But I'm not going to hold him or any athlete to a standard in which I want to emulate my life after. Okay. We have a segment in this, in this podcast that talks about those players that do things above and beyond uh, their playing they do things uh for their communities that are that should be acknowledged that should be emulated that should be respected i don't care what you know dumblefuck does on the field he does good things in the community he is a person that you should emulate your life after with all of that being said ryan braun deserves Based on his play, based on what he did on the field, he deserves a place in Brewers history. Whether that's a number retired, whether that's uh, a name on the walk of fame, uh, that's not for me to decide. I probably uh, don't really truly care because i still look at this as a sport i still look at this as entertainment i don't care if disturbed never won a grammy i'm still going to listen to their music (laughs) this is all this is all entertainment purposes for me so uh for for me and and the ryan braun thing for the steroids era uh i escape life to watch sports to be entertained for a while and i'm not ever going to look at ryan braun as somebody that i want me my kids my family to emulate their lives after because he's a professional athlete that's all i see him as ryan
1: braun took a step that most steroid
2: uh users
1: didn't take most did the i'm not talking about it or um, was it andy pettit for the yankees who acknowledged or Giambi? no Maybe so his it, was credit. it was a Yankee pitcher okay. who basically. You well, know, Clemens was right, yeah. but but how he did it was just so icky. Icky mm-hmm. is the best right. word I can think right. of. And so, so, I, oh. so Col- uh, what you said, I I agree with ninety plus percent of what you said. I have a problem with putting his number up with, like Josh said, the Molitor, Yount, Euchre, whatever, because right. I think. I, 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 I think this is where we differ a little bit. You are also saying, when you do that, you're, you your you're, 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 you're how, right. do you, how do you say it, right? It, no, I agree. And, but and For and the same reasons that Hall of Fame players aren't in the Hall of Fame. I mean, there are some of the best players in the last 30 years that will never mm-hmm. make it because of steroids. Um, I... um. My, my Brewer fandom is for folks that aren't. Now, if Ryan Braun had done steroids and he's just another guy and he had not gone to level 10 with his denials and thrown people under the bus and played every card imaginable, I would be much more sympathetic to that. I mean, mm-hmm. listen, the, the, yeah. the numbers of players that have been identified and the ones that actually did it, and Braun, I think, as much as anyone, did it for like injury recovery purposes. Versus, I right. am gonna, I am gonna hit fifty-eight home runs
2: because he was producing before he took that. He but was, he, it was, what but, was very is, injury, but these very are right. these
1: are well thought out comments. This was a, this was a a thing that was very well. I mean, this wasn't one of those oh shit moments where you had the worst night of your life. Maybe you drank more beers than you were supposed to, or right. it was a volatile situation You lost your mind. This was very well thought out and calculated, and yeah. he really failed there.
2: And and. Uh, you know, as, as I think about it, when I say I don't care whether or not, it's not up to my decision whether or not he's his number's retired or he's in the Walk of Fame, I okay, I do care about that a little bit, okay? I, I, I agree that he probably shouldn't have his number retired because of this. Yeah, because he you. threw some, uh, but, somebody but it's under a, the it's bus. A,
1: it's a matter of opinion, but yep. how he did it, my word. I think we could all say that if Ryan Braun was just one of probably hundreds of and either didn't say anything, because I understand the legal ramifications. People understand the talk Palme- about it.
2: Yeah. Rafael Palmeiro uh, perjured himself in front of Congress. <laughs> yeah. Nothing ever happened with that. Yeah. So. Well, yeah. uh, I, mean, remember, I mean, I
1: still remember Roger Clemens when he was giving autographs and pictures when he when he gave his uh, testimony uh-huh. in Congress. It's like...
2: You remember what the uh, sample collector's name is? I don't. Adino uh, Lorenzi. You know what he's yeah. doing now? He's the director of rehabilitation at United Hospital System. He's got like a six-figure job, so yeah, he's not doing too him. bad. He's doing fine. Yeah,
1: but but he was demonized
2: because of Ryan he Braun. He yeah. was named because yeah. of Ryan Braun. don't
1: think he got a little hate mail. Maybe some threats. Sure he did on
2: Ryan. Yep. Sure he did. He's doing okay now. Nice. Yes. He's forgiven for you, Ryan Braun. Good I work, guys. Good, s- good. 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 Stuff good. Good. Next, let's, let's go
0: let's immature. We are up. Two statements never uttered. Oh yes, yes. Oh my God,
2: I got so much stuff in here. Oh, statements never uttered. Okay, I got statements that. never uttered. You want me to go first? Mine. I'm not totally confident about mine this week. All right. But Travis, I, do you want to explain the statements never uttered? These
1: are statements, and I'm going to twist this a little bit just because oh, I can, and I've had okay. a couple beers. These are statements never uttered, except in Chippewa <laughs> County once in a while. <laughs> nice. These are things that have never been said by any. Well. Again, it, it kind of speaks for itself, right? You just, this is this is complete bullshit. If someone said, I heard a guy say that, no, no. yeah, These are things that have never been said. And I would like to go third if I could, please.
2: Oh, oh so Justin's is going to start I'll go on go next. Uh, uh, while watching an episode of Jerry Springer. <laughs> wow, that attractive young woman, woman seems very misunderstood. <laughs> I'm sure I can help turn her life around and make her wife material.
1: Wife material.
2: All oh, mine are kind of oh, long, God. so All this, right. you know, oh, That's what she said. Oh, what huh. she said. You All just right. wanted to say that, to yeah. I sure did. did.
0: Stay Put with your go- mouth on it. <laughs> Statement never uttered. Please refrain from jumping on the trampoline while wearing a bikini. <laughs> oh, oh, oh
2: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you remember the man show? Yes, girls oh, jumping on trampolines.
3: Fuck.
2: Yep. <laughs> oh, was that twenty oh, years ago, yeah. maybe less. Oh, yeah. fantastic. Yep. The Man Show. The Man I Show.
1: <laughs> so. Ziggy Zaggy, Ziggy Zaggy. Oi, oi, oi. Yep. Uh huh. Oh, yeah, they, they legitimately drank a lot of beer on yeah, that. Oh, did. yeah. Travis, failed business owner at a bar. Just can't fucking believe that used band aid market dried up. Oh, good
3: <laughs> oh, lord.
0: <gross>. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> justin <laughs> uh in law enforcement in briefing rooms all across the country okay uh sh- things sure seem quiet right now i sure do hope that things get busy and we really have to earn our salary tonight oh yeah. they don't say that they don't say that at all i would imagine that. they don't say that at all. All right all right never
0: uttered by a person with a brain i'm excited for the solo retreat my son is going on with his boy scout leader oh no oh, oh sweet on. jesus
2: oh god you didn't even preface that one you could have said it <laughs> and solo it would Retrie. have been yeah. solo Did retreat. I,
0: well i'm sure they do usually turns into a, <laughs> a newspaper story
1: yeah <laughs> hey, a, uh, grandma it. to a granddaughter you know kayla I wasn't sure at first, but I love your tramp stamp. <laughs> oh, God. Kayla. <laughs> Kayla.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh. Austin. Oh, you're so you're going with the string bikini and when I have sex on the beach, how about you go with the one piece and reread a book instead? <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yep. Uh (laughs) Aha. All right. Statement never uttered. Oh boy. Dad, do you and mom do anal? (laughs) Oh my
2: god. Oh sweet Jesus. Oh my god. If that's (laughs) ever been uttered before. (laughs) you might legitimately have said something that really hasn't ever mattered, like in a real life conversation. Man, I don't hey, even, I don't yeah. even know if Arkansas or Mississippi would have had said, "Oh no," because they don't know
0: what the word "anal" is <laughs> But, <laughs> butt. <laughs> butt stuff, but stuff. Oh, wow! All right, Travis, you got it. Yeah.
1: So a uh, a young man to the father of his girlfriend. Uh oh. He's late getting. He's late getting the girlfriend back. Hey, listen. I said to the bitch, we're going to be late. She just kept grabbing my wiener.
3: (laughs) I'm a little proud of that one. (laughs) She just kept
0: grabbing my wiener. Was uh, yeah, yeah. I believe your euphemism for <laughs> <laughs> last week. Oh, oh, oh yeah, that's good. Good wow. work, good work, fellas. Oh, yeah. I like that a lot. All right, wow. you guys ready for some trivia?
2: Yes. Let's go. Oh, All
0: right, this me. is what we call film the list, everyone. So I'm gonna give these guys a trivia question. It's they have to like write down the five answers that they think will will fit in. We're gonna score this. You know, for a long time, a year or more or whatever, how it goes. While they write this down, they get ninety seconds to come <laughs> up with their answers, and I am going to rant about something that really annoys me during that time. So hold on, let me get my clock ready. I'm gonna serve clock. Clock. Okay. Sort- really? Sort yeah. of sounded like I thought you else. said you've grown. <laughs> no,
2: apparently not enough.
0: His clock grown. Ah, know. anyway. Um okay, I'm sorry, hold on. I want you guys to name the five active major league leaders in wins. Pitchers, five active major league leaders in wins. Okay, clock is running. So it's recently come out. Well, let me back up a little bit. A lot of people like to complain about David Stearns because they always think that he should make one trade or another trade or sign this free agent, sign that free agent. And you always hear a lot of like griping about what they should do, what they shouldn't do. And you know, if they don't do what fan A thinks they should do, then it's a huge, a huge issue and Stern should be fired. Brewer fans do not ever bitch about David Stearns because you don't understand how good that guy is. <clears throat> right now, the New York Mets are in complete disarray. They are a nightmare of an organization. The owner of that team, um, Cohen, uh, Mike, Steve Cohen, I think. Not his Michael Cohen. Thank you, Steve Cohen. I believe his name is. has got a boatload of money, and he's going to do anything and everything he can to make that team better. David Stearns grew up as a Met fan. The only position that they could hire him for is president of baseball operations because the Brewers promoted David Stearns from GM to president of baseball operations. Smart decision. Yes, it was, because now they can only grant permission. The New York Mets would scoop up David Stearns in a heartbeat. 31 other teams... Could scoop up David Stearns in a heartbeat, or they would if they were able to. There's maybe a few that that wouldn't. Because not they the Marlins, kids, not the Marlins, because they have what's her name. Yes. N.J. Yeah. Yes. Thank you. Write your answers. Do you have your answers? I got. Anyway, I got five so five stop it, bitching about David Stearns. He is a something that we oh, he's yeah. we are lucky to have David Stearns. So, do you guys have your answers? I got five. I don't know if they're right, but mm. all right. Who wants to start with this one?
2: I'll start. Okay, go ahead. Zach Greinke. In in no particular order. No particular order. Okay. Zach Greinke, Clayton Kershaw, Felix Hernandez, Cliff Lee, Adam Wainwright. You got
0: two of those correct. Two of them correct. Travis. Scherzer, Kershaw,
1: Arietta, Greinke, Adam Wainwright.
0: Three of them were correct. Oh. All right. Starting from number five, Clayton Kershaw, Mm -hmm. Max Scherzer, John Lester. Oh, uh, I tried to think of his name. I had a brain deal. Yep. Damn it. Zach Grinky And teammate of Zach Grinky. Justin Verlander.
2: Oh, Verlander.
0: Oh. oh, that's stupid. So who did I get? I got Scherzer, Kershaw, and okay. Grinky. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So you got three. Uh, Justin, you got two. Go to work, guys.
2: Damn it. Yeah. That was dumb. We yeah. weren't.
0: Too far off. No, you yeah. weren't. You guys did really well. Yeah. All right. Next topic I want to I wanna cover because, Travis, I think you also said you had uh, uh, big feelings about this. Oh, and I, Justin, I, you want to yeah. introduce this.
2: Oh, you yes. Wa- you
0: want to talk about this?
2: Yes. So we have strong opinions about the Chicago Bears, the M- Minnesota Vikings. Mm-hmm. We have strong opinions about teams bordering Wisconsin um, and, and opponents to Wisconsin teams. So my thought, and I had this legitimate question like two weeks ago. It is a legit question. That got to the point where I didn't get an answer and now I'm hanging in some purgatory, or sports purgatory <laughs> right now. If you don't have a pro team in your state, so for instance, the uh, state of Wisconsin does not have a professional hockey or professional soccer team, uh-huh. is it okay to cheer for a Minnesota hockey or soccer team because they would be geographically the closest team to you. Can I, can I just tweet that a little bit?
0: Would yeah. you extend that to the state of Illinois to say, can you be a Blackhawks fan? No, no, no.
2: No. Okay, okay but we're Minnesota. only no, talking Minnesota. Minnesota. Okay, all right. Yes, because I don't think that we would have any problem with any one of us being a Blackhawks fan, with any oh. of us being, uh, what's the Chicago uh, soccer team? Fire. The fire. I don't think any of us would have problem being a fire fan. It's the um, uh, the wild, and it's the uh, Minnesota. Not the Loons. They're the United Minnesota, Minnesota United. United. Yep. Um, they got a Loon on their logo. They do. They're the Loons. They're the yeah. Loons. Yep. But so is is, is that it acceptable, acceptable? Given ge- our geographic location, we're not in we're not in Beloit. We're not in Kenosha. Yep. We're not in Janesville. We're closer to Minnesota. Yep. What do you can think, we Travis, can we is, like the wild or the united?
1: Um, I despise Minnesota, and a big part of why I despise Minnesota are their sports teams. My very brief answer is no, absolutely not. Hmm. So, um, I a couple of personal things. You didn't you didn't include the WNBA, and that's probably for a good reason because <laughs> I, WNBA, I said sports, but my I said sports yeah, team. No, well, well said, but I, but I. I need to say this to kind of get around to my point so my daughter was now 24 she was playing like wide basketball hold and on hold
2: on your daughter's 24
1: yeah can you believe it Holy
2: so sh- so sure. wow well,
1: I, I wanted to expose her to as much you know oh. as possible and of course we know that uh, minnesota has a wnb team i believe they're the Lynx. And I made a decision that even though it would be a one hour and 15-minute drive to see a Lynx game and expose my daughter to that, I decided, no, no, we're going to do the the, the Blue Golds women or the Badger women or something like that. I'd I'd fucking open that up to Iowa, Illinois, wherever. We're not going to goddamn Minnesota to to, to see that. It wasn't an anti-WNBA thing in in, in that case. Um, I also, when so much of this started to happen with, with the NFL, which led to my boycott of it like well fuck I love hockey and it's cool like well no there's no goddamn way that I'm going up to that state in that metro region to watch a hockey team and no I have not adopted another team but I remember researching well I'm going to do penguins I'm going to do Blackhawks or whatever I'll, I'll just summarize my personal opinion obviously this is a personal opinion I despise Minnesota sports so much and the fans so much that I could not and would not follow them if I lived in Hudson or um, one of those other border. I, I, I despise it. No, it is not okay to, to cheer for any Minnesota team. It is okay to choose to uh, cheer for Iowa, Michigan, Illinois, and really, fucking American Samoa for, for, for that matter. Minnesota sucks. They always have sucked.
0: And if you root for the wild, you're a traitor. Wow. Damn it. I have two Wild jerseys hanging in my God. in my closet right that now. He, here, here's, here's where I, I guess I'll counterpoint on that a little bit. So, Justin, how many Chicago Fire games have you seen? Or do you have the ability to see? On Zero. TV? How many Minnesota Wild games do you have the ability to see on TV? Probably most of them. Probably most of them, right. How easy is it for you to go over there and see them? Fairly easy. Very, very easy. It's an accessibility thing. So it's easy to see the team on TV, to go over and cheer for them. Now, I'll say this about the soccer fans. I'm going to go out on a limb and say most of the people that are diehard Minnesota United soccer fans are not big Viking fans, simply because of the differences in the sport. My guess is Viking fans look down on soccer fans and vice versa, a little bit. So yep. I don't Buckle
2: draggers and
0: yep exactly, or what it was. Uh, prairie fairies, prairie fairy, uh, lawn fairies, lawn fairies. That's what the football people grass call fairies, them. lawn fairies. Exactly yeah. right. So I think maybe there's a disconnect between Minnesota football fans and soccer fans. I don't know. So what but about
2: the uh, diverse? Uh, adult sports fan that wants to watch a local-ish soccer team, wants to watch a local-ish hockey team, wants to be invested in a team that they could at one point go and visit their stadium and watch? Is it going to be acceptable for me to like the wild or like the minnesota united and still have my vitriol hatred for the vikings
0: look as a massive brewer fan who hates the packers and loves the bears i have zero issue crossing state boundaries and and doing Mm -hmm. that i just don't have an issue with it i don't so i would say it's totally acceptable to like the united minnesota united and still retain your your Wisconsin sports card. I just don't think that's enough of a.
2: You want to know something? Full pass. Sort of crazy for me. I, unlike the two of you, did not grow up in Western Wisconsin. I grew up in Eastern Wisconsin. True. So my my allegiance with the Packers, with uh, Wisconsin sports, with the uh, with the Brewers. My main rivals, the people who I hated the most. Bears, well, the Illinois teams, the Illinois teams. Was, yeah. I they're hated, it. yes, I there is. hated the Illinois teams. So when you say, or, or or Travis said, you know, Illinois teams is are they an option? No, they're not an option for me because okay, I will I never that. root for a team from Illinois. I get that. at at all ever that that is i have the vitriol hatred for illinois as you do for minnesota so is it acceptable for me as a wisconsin fan to blend in with minnesota knowing that i currently live in western wisconsin and most people around here hate west uh, i think it is and there's a guy
0: that works with us who works overnight names josh Who's a huge Viking fan, and he's a huge Brewer fan. That's true. There's there's another guy that works overnights who's a huge Brewer fan who's who's Bear fan fan. named Greg. Yeah, it's just it that happens. I think when you get this sort of triumvirate of states Mm -hmm.
1: where you get blending, it does depend on what part of Wisconsin
2: you live in, right? So what you're saying is, if I wanted to go and take my kids to a Minnesota United game, I don't have to like. Throw on a trench coat and hide myself. I can go out there and root for him.
0: I completely agree with that. Oh sure, yeah, sure, I agree.
2: Okay, yeah. well this so clarifies
0: this clarifies a lot of things for me. Yep. And that's but I understand of the point of you bringing that up because mm-hmm. it feels it feels icky, icky. It, feels it feels very icky,
2: very, very very icky. It feels Ryan Braun because you
0: icky. still have to <laughs> sit there and drink surly, which. It's fine. Like it, right? So do I, too. I like it a lot. It's but not that
2: the state
1: can't do beer, because I think they do beer pretty well. The state does beer. And they've gotten around well. to it, I absolutely. Mean, like
0: second
2: best, probably.
0: Yep. Mm-hmm. So I want to bring up a topic. Great topic, by the way, Justin. I appreciate you bringing that up. Very good. Up. One Thanks thing not. that I have to bring up, because it always comes up, and it's my topic. I'll lead with it a little bit. Could players from past eras compete today? <sighs> You always hear like that guy could play today, some dude from the 70s.
1: We we talking all sports, baseball or what? I baseball. think there's
0: a conversation to have in that.
2: Yes. A little bit. There is.
0: There is. <clears throat> so, yeah. I and I'll tell you straight out, my my initial thought, there is no way on God's green earth that a player from the 50s could play in today's era. Nope. In general. Nope. Now, maybe
2: baseball you could have a little bit of argument, but Contact I don't think there's maybe but maybe the mound is five inches lower than it was in the 1940s, the 1950s, and the 1960s. Yep, and they didn't have radar guns and all that. I don't think
0: that guys from the 50s were throwing 102 yeah. with movements. Yeah. The Back guys in the day.
2: dugout in the 50s were smoking heaters while they were sitting there. They were boozed up while they yep. were. It yeah. just, Are we this just, was a just focusing time. baseball or do we want to go big Do you guys want can... to talk
0: about either one? Why, I don't know. Either one.
2: From I'll I'll stick with baseball. I'll give my sure. opinion on baseball and we can yep. open it up a little bit. There's no way in hell that a player from the 1960s or earlier could compete in any sort of baseball. Get, and, and and they've got so and and I'm speaking offensively because the pitchers now are uh they they do camps. You can have a guy that regularly throws the ball low 90s they can go to a camp for eight months they can strengthen specific muscles and they can throw 100 miles an hour with regularity Mm -hmm. this is a different like the technology the the way that athletes are built now there is no way that a 1960s batter would fare at all in um current uh, against current pitchers
1: you, you might even want to stretch that into the the, the, the 70s coach or so i would i bigger. would so, i would stretch the 70s so, and and so, so, so let me let me just
2: go on the other sure. end of this too with defensive players i don't think that in, uh, the line drives that are being hit in the 1960s are comparable to the 130 mile an hour no. 115 mile an hour shots that are hit back because of the, the, the strength of the hitters. So I think probably you can re, uh, you can uh, eliminate all infield defensive players from competing. And I think yeah. maybe you can stretch it to like the 70s outfielders, um, the guys that have speed that can run and hit the gaps. But short of that, I don't think you can have anyone from the uh, older eras even get close to compete.
0: Yep.
2: No, I...
1: I- I agree completely, and I'll just add this. So it is nothing to do with like how they were born. So if you got somebody born in 1940 and they're entering minor leagues or majors in the early 60s, here's the thing: their bodies are the same <laughs> genetically. But what has happened in the last 40 or 50 years to how they're conditioned, the nutrition, the training, mm-hmm. uh, what they're facing, you know? And oh, by the way, the pitchers. Are you know the same situation? You and it's nothing to be ashamed of, and that's why you have to separate the eras. You have to separate the eras. Mm -hmm. You have to be willing to say, listen, these guys were just as good in their era, but the guys playing in 2021 are just athletically that much better. They're 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 stronger. They have better they have better training at a younger Mm -hmm. age. They're exposed to better things mm-hmm. and maybe in 2041 maybe we we look at that and say oh my god in 2021 they're, they were antiquated as far as how they developed this stuff a, a good friend of ours Denny Johnson who is a podcast guest we've gotten this drinking argument more than once about Ray Nitschke and I said Ray Nitschke could not play his right. position currently Thank and he give me this look like I'm fucking on dope and I said Denny he did not have the speed to play the position. Oh, yes, he was a maniac. He owned that field. It has changed, and it does not take anything away from Ray Nitschke or these receivers from the 70s. It's a different thing. And Oh, by the way, you could maybe be, and that's why when you talk these big-picture things, you talk about Babe Ruth. Well, maybe Babe Ruth is the best of all time because in his day, he was just that much better than his competition. Yep. but Babe Ruth, literally with his ability, would would bat 150. He just would mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. he and anybody of any age, they're just hyper defensive about it. So my goal is when I'm 80, I'm gonna you know realize that Robin Yount could not probably stand up to the guys in 2030 yeah. or whatever. So
0: yep. mm-hmm. and it, it it sucks to say that because you want you know, and that goes for every to, sport. Yeah. Oh, by the way, Bill Russell. Would not maybe make some
1: Division One Final Four teams because you have to have a certain ability. You just yeah. you you, you. Like, like let's you, be realistic. Like he, it's not a slam on
0: them. No, things get it's better. Not, no, Air, airplanes in 1950s weren't as things progress, you, folks. You, you talk about in baseball, like when you watch like the old Ken Burns documentary, they literally talk about guys walking off the cornfield and 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 going right now. To play baseball, now, some like of it stays
1: hot. consistent. I think Coach brought up as far like being a contact hitter. Absolutely. Now, how about a three uh three point shooter in basketball? Sure. Those are things where you can gauge just because it does not take the sheer athleticism yep. and whatnot. And there are maybe other things in sports where it does cross generations, sure. but for the most part, it does not.
0: Do you think Ray Nischke could? Could hold up to Jonathan Ogden, to Jonathan Ogden coming off? Uh, Absolutely not. He would get destroyed. Jo- Ray Nitschke is probably tougher. Sure. That's not the
1: point, right? Ray Nitschke didn't bring the body that could do it. Yep. Look at the size and the speed. And that is your Lionel Zatos of the world and yeah. your Joe Greens of the world and all of these people that were more menacing, probably tougher individuals, but they could not play. They right.
0: just coined. Yep. Good. I- Glad you guys agree with that. That's awesome. Why don't we talk about? You guys want to do a no shit and a no shit? Yes. All right. Perfect. Let's do that. Who wants to start this? I, as usual, have a no shit,
2: but not a no shit. I can go. Okay. My no shit. The the thing that you wouldn't realize, recognize, but no this shit makes you go no shit. In a room of twenty three people. <sighs> In a room of 23 people, there's a better than 50% chance that two of those people have the same birthday. I've heard that before. In a room of 23 people, there is a better than 50% chance that two people have the same birthday. It's called the birthday paradox. Mm -hmm. This is from Business Insider. This is
3: great.
2: If two people in a room together, there's a 364 out of 365 chance that they do not have the same birthday. Again, assuming that we ignore leap years and assume that all birthdays are equally likely. And you're talking about month and day. Month and day. Not like we both have the uh, second day of a month birthday. We're talking about... uh, March 22nd. March 22nd of a given year. Yep. So your birthday could be 1962 and mine could be 1968. Right. But it's March 22nd. So... um, Since there are 364 days that are different from the first person's birthday, that they can be the second person's birthday. So let's say that there are three people in a room, then the probability that they all have different birthdays, and I'm going mathematical here, 364 divided by 365 times 363 out of 365, and so on and so on. Uh, once we know the first person's birthday, there are 364 choices of a different birthday for the second person, which then leaves 363 choices for the third person, and so on and so on. Continuing in this fashion, once you hit 23 people, the probability that all 23 people have different birthdays drops below 50%. And so the probability of at least two having the same birthday is better than even.
0: That is a great way to win a drink in a bar Absolutely. with about 30 people. And, you say, I
1: about, and that's what came, came to my mind, mm-hmm. Josh, is this is an easily testable thing. Absolutely yes. it is.
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yep. 100%. Let's yeah. grab 23 random people, and it is better than 50% that two of those people have the same birthday. I recommend we don't go door-to-door right now. Maybe no, not so right I, now. Because that yeah. would
1: generate problems Yeah. But.
0: Good. Nice one. I've heard that before. I heard that in college. That's good. Good pull. Travis, you got a no shit? I'm a history nerd, and Ooh. just last night
1: I uh, I had to scratch my previous uh, no shit because I heard this. I'm watching a documentary on the Blitzkrieg. Ooh. The Blitzkrieg isn't just one event, but it was, mm-hmm. of course, Nazi Germany war machine. So when they, when Nazi Germany invaded Poland in 1939 i'm guessing you are going to be as shocked as i was they they invaded with 1.2 million soldiers 400,000 of those soldiers were on horseback everything the, the went the germans were yeah, exactly so of course, the tanks and the aerial and everything that's blitzkrieg is blitzkrieg, okay. Yeah. Wait, but what? But, but, but what? But what is completely overlooked or nobody cares about was four hundred thousand horses were involved in the invasion of Poland.
0: That shocked me. That's a no shit.
2: No shit. That is. And it was a credible because, source. No, because that's wasn't, crazy.
0: wasn't that the old joke that the the Polish? Like people were on the horses charging the the, yeah. the Panzers, <laughs> I know. and yet the Germans were on that, that. was. But what won
1: it? Yeah, what 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 what? Listen, the Blitzkrieg won with the mechanical whatever. Yeah, of course. But they followed up with so nobody's saying 000. the Germans on horseback yeah. won. The no shit is just that they they even the had them. <laughs> yes. So
0: That's I great. thought
1: it, I thought it was pretty interesting. Yeah. That's great.
0: Um, All right, so let's say you're standing in Africa, and you were able to fly, as the crow flies, to America. You're going to take the shortest route to America. Do you know what state you'll end up in if you take the shortest route from Africa to America? Alaska. No. You'll end up in Maine. Maine is the the closest... Not even the rotation. Africa's just the way the continents are set up. The closest point between Africa and America is Maine. It's
2: Morocco on the northwest coast of Africa to Maine. You sure that's shorter than going from the farthest east part of Africa to the farthest west part of Alaska? Yes, 100%. The Aleutian Islands? You know where
0: Africa is, right? You have to cross Asia.
2: (laughs) Uh, I'm just making sure. You have to cross the Atlantic Ocean, so... Yeah, just... just. Anyway. Okay. Yeah. <laughs>
1: you know where Africa is, right? That, that's that, hey,
2: it's we that big... We just made the episode. Yeah. It's that big, it's that's that that big it. thing right next to India, right?
1: Are we good with that? Yeah. You, you know, know where Africa, Africa is, That's right. the name that's of it. The name you of it. know where
0: Africa um, uh, is, right? right. Yeah, I... Sure. You see some of these... Easy. Well,
1: I'll well, we'll talk about that another episode, uh, but... Yeah.
0: Um, hold on, I gotta take a quick little break, and then we will be right back. All right, we are back again, and I think we're gonna go right into our dumb and arrogant athlete quotes. I didn't know there's any of those. They all seem pretty put together. <laughs>
2: all the athletes, everything that they say makes sense, the and
0: gift. it's very orderly. And the gift that keeps on giving. Was, don't you have
1: to be smart to be an athlete?
0: Uh, huh. Yes. Right. Let's go to a dumb athlete quotes. Can I start?
2: Yeah, please. Terrell Owens.
0: <laughs> well,
2: yeah, well, that's just <laughs> I'm I'm ground swatting the shit out of this. Yeah, one. don't say I don't get along with my teammates. I just don't get along with some of the guys on my team.
0: Nice. Well, that's <laughs>
2: <laughs> all right. Yep. Yeah.
0: Um, You guys remember Rashard Mendenhall? Oh God, running back from Illinois, and then went to the Steelers. Yeah,
1: Giant at some point. Maybe, maybe, maybe he
0: was. He didn't hang around very long in the NFL. Mm. Uh, He had some interesting tweets about 9/11 and Osama bin Laden in particular. Oh
2: Oh, yeah, okay. Oh God. He
0: said uh, when when Osama bin Laden was killed, people were celebrating and were very happy as well. They should be. Mr. Mendenhall tweeted, What kind of person celebrates death? It's amazing how people can hate a man they have never even heard speak. We've only heard one side.
1: Wow. Yeah, where do you go with that? Uh... (laughs)
0: Yeah. Like,
1: that's a lot to take in like there, richard
0: there's a couple people you can just lump into always evil it's bin laden it's hitler it's yeah they're they're, <laughs>
1: they're a default category oh I'd, yeah.
0: but now when you take the twitter to defend them
3: okay mm,
0: i yeah. didn't know about that one yeah cool. neither did i till this travis what, are, what do you got
1: a uh, yogi Berra who's good for like a oh. trillion of them yes he was uh He was talking about how his wife asked him where he wanted to be buried, and he supposedly told her, surprise me.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, love me some Yogi Berra. Good for
0: him. Uh, Arrogant. Arrogant athlete quote. What do you got? Ronda Rousey. Well, well, hold on. This is the on Ebert. Oh, yes! yes. yes. Arrogant yes. athlete quote. Yes. Yeah. What do you Ro- got, Rod from? Rousey.
2: Some people like to call me arrogant or cocky, but I just think, how dare you assume I should think less of myself? <laughs>
3: <laughs>
1: Saw that one today. Yep. Had her on the list. Yeah. Yep.
0: Oh, good. Nice. Yeah,
1: this is one that can keep going forever because you. Um,
0: yes. Yeah.
1: You know, and and within this category, the arrogant athlete quotes. I think we talked about before. Some of them are clearly a little bit, uh, you know, okay. I know I'm over the top. I'm, but yeah. but but then you separate the. Oh my God, this person believes this. They are not joking. Yeah. I think I have one here actually. Do you want me to go with it? Please. Oh, go with it. Roger Clemens. Uh-huh. Named it that I named a dog after Roger Clemens. True story. I was a right handed pitcher. I was a failed uh, D3 uh, right hander. And Roger Clemens was like a god to sure. me and probably other pitchers. But he was, a, and probably is a, still to this day, a bad human being. So uh-huh. his cockiest quote is rated by whoever the fuck rated this My only day off is the day I pitch.
0: what well, meaning he works so hard when he's
2: that not? that pitching against take Major it whatever Lake, way you want are, there's, there's so, no yeah, it's so easy yeah,
1: for yeah there's no explanation to it but i suppose you can take it two main ways and that number one it's like i work so fucking hard you know when i actually pitch it's uh you know it, it, it's, it's a relief for me or Um, I am so goddamn good the people that I face just can't keep up with
0: me or maybe others. He just... Uh, that's roger and isn't it ironic that not a good not a good dude it's not yeah the other days that he wasn't pitching he was jamming needles into his arm and yeah
1: that that's a story here's roger Clemens. he did not have any teammates any fellow major leaguers take up for him roger Mm -hmm. was kind of the guy that no one could ever deny his talent pre-steroids roger clemens would be i think in anybody's short list pre-steroids of the best right handers of all time um I hope you don't know. That's the problem. with Steroids, right? You don't know. Yep. You don't know when it started. Yeah. So maybe I'll, I'll backtrack but, what I just said, which is. But remember, not the, you guys move, remember
0: like he he left Boston with not a whole lot of fanfare. Like he didn't leave as mm-hmm. like a heralded pitcher. He went to Toronto and reinvented himself well, because of I, steroids. That's
1: right. No. And, 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 I, and I, like I said, I'll backtrack it because I just said something that maybe deep down I, I, I shunned up. Um, so much of it is because he pitched in the era where I was growing up sure. and I thought I had some ability. And he's a right-handed pitcher. He's a yeah. big mm-hmm. boy. And he just fucking brought it. I mean, you, you look at the pitchers today, the Burns, the Woodruffs, and you know every team's got these guys. It It, it was different then. Yeah. They didn't you know, these batters today, there's a reason these averages are where they're at because yeah. they are bringing stuff that that batters in the 80s and 90s really just didn't face. Certainly right. in the 80s and, yep. and with Clemens, he brought fundamentally heat and, and, and a slider and he, he didn't even need to place it real well. He could go center cut on the plate sure. and just overpower you. Yep. Mm-hmm. And he wasn't intimidating himself. So. Right.
0: All right. So my arrogant athlete quote, of course, comes from... Zlatan, Zlatan. 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 and let me—I uh, just have to preface this. I'm wearing a uh, AC you Milan. Learned? This is where Zlatan plays now. I bought this prior to knowing anything about Zlatan, so I'm
2: very happy to have this.
1: You this looks like a right kit to me. You
2: picked that like prior to having any knowledge of any player that played on it. I
1: don't. I don't really like the. I don't like the shoulder area. I don't like the much. Pumas on the shoulder. I don't like it's it a at
2: lot. all. That's too much of the Puma logo. Ugh. Uh, yeah, anyway, not with that at all. Like, if you bought it after knowing uh. that Zlatan played for AC Milan, I would be okay with it. But since Knowing you, when you bought it, Josh? Yeah, that's <laughs> bullshit. I'm not okay with it. You should change your story to say after you knew that Zlatan <laughs> played for AC Milan, <laughs> you purchased that. that I shirt. bought it, yeah. Yeah, because I would go ahead and go buy some AC Milan gear uh, knowing that Zlatan plays for them right now. I dare you to roll into Walmart
1: right now and have them pronounce Emirates.
2: Find <laughs> the oh, first ten. Yeah, chef. And, and, <laughs> you have a better shot of finding ten people with the same birth date as you in Walmart than somebody that can say that. Yeah. Oh yeah, I, I flew Emirates to Dubai. <laughs> <laughs> it's the first person you <laughs> yeah. see in the in the personal hygiene department.
0: <laughs>
1: No, not happening.
0: Oh boy! All right, so they they built a statue I of, just don't of it. thank you. They built a statue of Zlatan in Sweden. Of course, Cause, cause why, why wouldn't, wouldn't they? you? Right. So of course, Zlatan posed with the statue when it was still in like it's <gasps> like you know like pre like Amazing. whatever. His quote: <laughs> Oh no! <laughs> when you come to New York, you have the Statue of Liberty. When you come to Sweden, you have the statue of Zlatan.
2: My God. <laughs> It just I the more will tell you, you what the I more I like him. him. Yeah, the more you speak of him, the more I I love <laughs> that I, guy. I,
1: I'm really love myself some slots now. I and he's just the exact of what I typically like. But right. he's just so he's AC
2: Milan might become my second favorite European soccer team.
0: Yeah, and and
2: of course the statue now is him without a shirt on for of no it reason is. whatsoever. Of they, didn't, it
0: is. they didn't put like, like a the, the Top down volleyball
2: scene. Yeah. <laughs> they, uh-huh. Throw a fig leaf on his dick or something. <laughs> his, his wiener. His wiener. Oh. Sorry. <laughs> we need to. Sorry to you. Yeah. yeah. Oh,
0: yeah. Cool. All right. There's our cool- so You guys want to do a Bruce-tivis? bruce I got one. Please, Uh, Justin. Do you want to talk about what a -a brustavus is? Brustavus.
2: So, if you've if you've seen Seinfeld or a fan of Seinfeld, you know that there is an episode in which they speak of the holiday festivus. Mm -hmm. It's the festivus for the rest of us around the uh, uh, Christmas time period. Um, taking out the Hallmark area or the Hallmark influence of mm-hmm. of Christmas, and in Brewstavis, uh they have an airing of grievances. It's one of the main traditions of, and, and of, feats of Festivus. Strength. Feats of strength, but airing of grievances the bru- is it's it's the, the, the Festivus core. Pull. It's the yeah. So airing of grievances, um, we've sort of altered this slightly to include sports yep. what is our Brewstavis what is our airing of grievances as it comes yeah. to sports all right do you who wants to start it I can start my Brewstavis is fairly simple it's nothing that's ever going to get changed but it pisses me off every time it happens West Coast baseball games in the middle of the week. When I have to stay up until nine o'clock to watch the start of a game, and I am, I am,
1: he's brought up TV shows. Yeah, I am at midnight.
2: I'm into midnight or beyond for the end of the game, and I gotta get up for work the next morning. I am not a fan of West Coast baseball games. Fuck the West Coast. Really, uh, I can't stay up that late anymore. No, no. When I was twenty one, yeah, I could go ahead all the time. You know what? I'm going to stay up really late tonight, and it's gonna. I'm going to see eleven o'clock on the on the on the uh, the clock, and it's going to hurt me until noon tomorrow. Right. At least mm-hmm. I can't do that shit anymore. Nope. Uh,
1: nice, nice segue into fuck the West Coast. Fuck the West Coast. This is my get off your lawn moment. Oh. Oregon Ducks uniforms, <laughs> football. Okay, I'll try to summarize this. Everybody knows um, the Nike connection. Everybody knows what they are. Everybody knows the recruiting benefits. This is um, something that, listen, when you are in college football and you are trying to recruit players from across the country, it sells. It flat out sells. It's smart. It's the right thing to do. But at the same time, you are willing when you do that to give up a little bit of the collegiate heritage in my in my standpoint. Now, listen, I understand that student athlete, that's just a joke in general, right? Mm-hmm. But one team with one person, Phil Knight, right? That's his name? Yep. From Nike? Yep. Is So you use that as a recruiting tool and I understand from a business standpoint, it's absolutely what you want to do if you're an Oregon alum, this is really cool. But there's just something that separates them from every other D1 team, even other major, major D1 teams. It says these uniforms sell and they keep the local people here and they allow athletes from across the country to come here. So I'm usually not the one to bitch about you know, just being successful, but it's like it separates you a little bit, right? And Anybody have any thoughts on that? May, am, am I just out there to say that, you know, you, you crank out a different uniform, every one of your, um, it was, I'll, I'll go back. So 2018 or 19, it was either the review or a preview of what the Ducks uniforms were going to be for that year in football. Or it was a review of everyone they had, and it's like they were every single every single game they had a different uniform. I'm old school; I like the tradition.
0: Thoughts? Well, it what they're doing is they're appealing to to kids now. Like uh, I get to wear yeah. like I get it different stuff every day, and it looks Elementary flashy.
2: Kids who are yep. yep
0: yep it appeals to them. It appeals to the NBA because NBA teams wear different uniforms. It seems like the every city jerseys. Night.
1: So, so maybe it's just a, yeah, you're right.
0: Yeah, so are they...
1: <sighs> I mean, Look at the, what the White Sox do with the South Down or the Southeast or whatever. Sure, it's like, no. I, I'll throw up the, right. get it's, off my lawn it's, for it's, all of
0: that. It's a little cheap because when you look at a team like Penn State who just keeps their shit well, on the straight and narrow. Most and, of the big
1: ones do. Penn State is just playing and everybody knows it. But you look at your Clemsons, your Alabamas, your USC... Almost every major program doesn't tweak it much, and now you have one team that went from a mid Pac-10 or whatever they are now, and they and they were they were smart about it, right? But other teams could look at and say, "Well, I guess we could do it too, but we really don't want to, or can't, or
0: well, I but I don't like But it. you have teams like Baylor who have sort of gotten in that same kind of thing. The They're game. not the only ones. Yeah. Louisville with their helmets
1: yeah. and stuff like that. But your rich deep programs don't touch it. So Oregon, have they been just that much more successful? Because of Nike, of course they have. Of course they have. Well, and also like
0: like Oregon's like football facilities are better than most NFL facilities. Like, so it isn't just the uniform. So I. And and I say
1: that a little bit ignorant because it's like that's not just what draw the kids there. It is other stuff.
0: It is other stuff. Yeah, it is
1: other stuff. Yep.
0: But that helps. It absolutely does. Keep fucking.
1: Every week, a different one? It's, right. That's a stretch. Yeah.
0: So, my Bruce of us and I, I think about this every time the NFL season rolls around, uh, Packer fans, Joe Buck and Troy Aikman don't hate your fucking team. Oh, thank you. No, okay. they don't. No, they no, don't. don't. Joe Buck doesn't hate the Packers. Troy Aikman doesn't hate the Packers. Oh, by the
1: way, and they never did, and it's not like they did and they got fixed, and it's like the network says fix it. They never hated the Packers.
0: I don't fucking get it. No, and you can not like announcers for whatever reason. If you don't like the way they sound, fine. I get that. That's fine. But don't sit there and rant about how Troy Aikman never says anything good about the Packers because he had such a rivalry with them. By the way, Troy Aikman did not have a rivalry with the Packers because he beat their ass constantly. Just... So, that's no. Just,
1: that's ignorant talk that makes Packers fans look stupid. completely
0: ignorant, and it's that, that yes, exactly right. So, Justin, do you have a thought on that? Because you seem to have a face. No, I agree. Oh, good. Hmm. Excellent. Deep, deep growth.
2: <laughs> that's what she said.
0: Do you guys have an anti-Bruce Something that makes you feel good about sports? Let me just go sports? right into what I was
1: saying. I am a uniform guy. I know it doesn't mean anything to you know, the on the field, I love not just the tradition, but when you go back, and I mean, I'm talking go back to uniforms that are actually worn. Mm-hmm. I love that stuff. And when you talk about, it's not easy to find, and I just named them, with, with the exception of these schools, the Baylors, the Oregon's, the Louisville's, the, yeah. you know, that the, 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 the oh, come on. Even yeah. the Dame has T- falling into that that T- TCU that, uh, the yeah. whatever. I love their tradition.
0: Mm-hmm. So you at the old school
1: uniforms? Well, I really do. I mean, even even the yeah. even Stanford. Stanford has like never changed their uniforms oh, right. ever. Yep.
0: Well, and Sorry. and
1: and listen, I woke up. Yeah, yeah. And listen, I mean, the Yankees are like the. You got to give them a ton of credit. They just haven't fucking changed, right? And the Red Sox, fundamentally, but even they will add the you know the red jersey, the blue, the whatever. Sure. But
0: money, money, plays and I get that, and they well, should. Well, uh, when when you're not a, um, you can do it in uh, one way. When you're not a legendary brand, like the Yankees or Ohio State or you Penn State, you, you've got to do something to kind of push Now up. where? The Yankees, you're huh? Tampa Bay
1: Rays you are talking about Because we're the Ohio State fan base and the Michigan fan base and some of these other schools, their, their alum would not tolerate it. Well, Oregon football alum in the 90s, they didn't give two fucks less. They had right. to find 10 fans. Yep. It's different, right? Absolutely. Because you're not going right. to all of a sudden come into Ohio yeah. State and say, we've got 12 jerseys. Yeah. It's not happening. Not going to happen. And good. And good for them. Yep.
0: Uh, my anti-Bruce Vista makes me just feel good, and I, uh, I'm sorry, guys, but I love seeing when Green Bay fans cannibalize their quarterbacks. <laughs> it happened with Green Bay when oh, they yeah. turned on Brett Favre. Made me feel great. I absolutely love seeing... All the memes that you've sent, Justin, is a huge Green Bay fan about Karen Rogers. Karen Rogers and how he looks like he now stole, stole Catalytic, con- catalytic converters. Yogers. The best I heard was a guy that <laughs> called into called <laughs> in to Bill Michaels.
1: Say or actually it was it was a tight end, Ross Tucker. He said he looks like a yoga instructor on a beach. Yes. I'm like, oh god, <laughs> you couldn't have said it better. You couldn't have said Oh, it
2: I've seen like seven different memes on the yoga instructor thing. It's right. fantastic. It makes me feel
0: good because I, after suffering for so long, seeing like them worship Brett Favre and then worship Aaron Rodgers, even though he's a complete dickhead.
1: Now I will say that Favre was worshipped over and above Rodgers because Favre was Green Bay. Yes. he was a, from right. the deep south. Yep. He, you know, his dogs were eaten by alligators and shit. But Favre was Green Bay. Aaron never. <laughs> Never mm-hmm. connected over and above
0: his talent. He but was a he, cal academic, he was always that. I'm always he's, a, he's better. A, he's an arrogant you. dude, but God,
1: he's so fucking good. Yep. And I was that. I'm only I here thought, because I, I, where I, you Brett, me. I mean, I love Brett Favre on the field and off the field. Sure. I loved Aaron Rodgers on the field only. I never right and, and from day one got you, with the guy. And uh-huh. you know what?
2: You know what? There's a lot of things that Brett Favre has done in the last ten years okay. that has made me more compassionate toward him.
1: The concussion stuff? There
2: might not be anything that Aaron Rodgers can do that no. will make me like him off the field.
1: And, like, and Aaron doesn't want any Wisconsin native to give two fucks less No,
2: he, no he, doesn't. His he doesn't.
1: Deal. No, he doesn't.
0: And I, I respect the Packer fans, too, who like, I fucking hate that guy, but I cheer for him because that's what you
2: should do as, as your and player. And, again, can this is where...
0: Aaron,
1: Aaron could be my douche of the
0: week every week
2: forever. Yeah.
1: Yeah. right. And I've given up the, the NFL, but... Th- I, was, I was on board early mm-hmm. with him. Just love him as a player, but this guy sucks as a and, human being. Yeah. And, this and is, I did say it early. Yeah, you did. And
2: this is where my growth has come. Mm-hmm. I, I don't give two shits about professional athletes off the field unless they show that they are legitimate people off the field. Aaron Rodgers, I will mm. cheer for him all day long on the field. When it comes to the time period after 3 p.m. on a central standard time and a noon game, I don't give two shits what he does.
0: See, and, and that's perfect because people usually give me so much shit about Jay Cutler, like... Right. he's my smoking Jay Cutler. Right. He's my fucking quarterback. Like right. I don't like you, Jay you Cutler. You don't mind Jay Cutler Sammy. Absolutely not. not. Well, no, we well, no. he's it. awesome. No, we like he's
2: a fucking moron and I don't like him, but he's I'm, a football player for the team that I enjoy watching on the field. Perfect. Right, Because I literally perfect. got the
0: like you how can you cheer it. for him when he's your quarterback? Well, yes, cuz he's wearing my team's uniform. And
1: cuz the, the difference coach Rogers that made him a douche in my mind isn't just you know, him as a person, but what he did to the organization over... Right. What, what he oh, did to God. let's My God, he he is... I mean, listen, at the end of the day, this 38-3, where the fuck, because I don't watch anymore. Aaron, you played a role in that. Where Tom Brady oh, is like texting yeah. his receivers, you know, two weeks after the Super Bowl and prepping for next year, yeah. Aaron is doing his game. Yeah. And we all know, it's not just Hawaii, by the way. Because oh, it's yeah. know like, it was an entire... Six-month period of Aaron Rodgers being a tremendous douche that affected directly the team. And Matt LaFleur, when he's 90 years old and has dementia, he'll probably spit it out there. Yeah. Because he can't say it now.
2: Yep. You know there's a song, uh, Charlie Barron's, the Manitowoc Manit guy, he sings about LaFleur kind of mm, good. Nah. Mm. Do you have an anti-Brucephus Justin? We My, do we You know what? I don't know if I've brought up this before in an anti-Brucephus. I will continue to say it until I stop watching sports. There will be no greater joy for me in watching sports than to see the million-dollar athletes that play the sport with the passion and the excitement that I played in high school in middle mm. school. And and I look directly at Willie Adams in this. Sure. he's sitting on the yeah. on the fence in the dugout, yeah. constantly cheering, constantly nice. engaged. He's a guy that could just like when he doesn't play, sit on the bench and not give a shit. He makes a million ish dollars mm-hmm. given his you know his current yeah. contract. But the players that are uh, Lorenzo Cain brent Suter, the guys that are constantly involved in the game that are looking like they're having fun the people that enjoy it know that hey i'm fortunate enough in my in my lifetime to be able to play a game as my career Mm -hmm. and be able to provide uh financial stability for generations to come Mm -hmm. uh And and know that and have fun with it. And those are the people that I like watching. Those are the people I cheer for. Um, It just makes sport So much of
1: why I'm a big Adamus fan is that part. It isn't just on the field. It's like, I think this guy's legit. Five years from now, maybe he will change. I hope the hell he doesn't. But he really represents someone. I mean, listen, Willie Adamas, five years from now, could be that guy that's in the conversation for big ass contracts, and it's like, oh
2: yeah, can right, he be sure.
1: the same guy? Maybe it's unreasonable to think he can be. Yeah, whether it it's with matter. the Brewers or elsewhere,
2: but it doesn't matter because he's a positive influence on the locker yeah. room. It's a positive influence yeah. for the fans. Well,
1: I mean, you you do change as you age, right? Of mm-hmm. course. So he's not going to be the same guy in the center. I mean, right? I, I think he's he a might not fresh be, but. Air. Yeah. Well, maybe it will be. I don't. I'm yeah. just saying it's but, possible, but it doesn't diminish it. If he changes somewhat, if he, you know, if he loses a little bit of his energy, that's just kind of part of growing. It,
0: it, it kind of matters, like when you see maybe baseball is yeah. a little bit more, but football also. When when a, the guy who like replaced you or is playing your position yeah. for the day hits a home run, mm-hmm. are you right out there out of the dugout like hitting home or like well, you looking
1: with him high five with, 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 with Urias him. and and right
2: and it's legit.
1: You yes. right. know if it's legit or not. So oh like, yeah, I really like that.
2: And yep. and Tellas and uh, uh, yep. uh, uh, uh,
0: uh, uh, uh Vogelback,
2: Vogelback, like the two of them, you can see that they're legitimately happy for each other when they do well. Right. I would really thoroughly enjoy them downing or shotgunning a beer after a home run or something. <laughs> but God, I mean, oh. Oh, yeah, something. Yep. All right, let's go to since
0: it's, we're kind of seg- segwaying a little bit, good things that athletes have done off the field. Love this topic. Do you guys have one? I'll start. If you don't mind. I go
2: next. I can't find All right.
0: So I'm going to start it out. Uh, by the way, Christian Yelich bought 10,000 tickets. He did Yep. For the final home stand. I believe, the last four games.
2: Uh, no, for the uh, midweek uh, ah, uh, thank uh, you. Cardinal Series. Oh, okay. The, uh, what is it? <laughs> Friday Series. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday Cardinal Series. Coming
0: up. Soon, or... This next week. This next week. So, so they, they bought- start
2: they start Friday, Saturday, Sunday against the Cubs. Cardinals, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Okay. Mets, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and okay. then they're on the road for the rest of the year. Yeah, and
0: I tend to try to get away from the just, I throw money at it, therefore I'm, I'm mm-hmm. great kind of thing. And, right. you know, maybe it's a little bit, but Yelich bought 10,000 tickets. And they you can, do. like, form a line online to, to get those free tickets. So you can go... If you're lucky enough to get them, you can have a ticket. On Chris roof, and yellow. So I, I didn't so, know that. So yeah,
2: that was cool. They and and they weren't like, I mean they were, they weren't the cheapest tickets in the stadium. I looked at them. Did you? When it came up, it was they were like twenty to forty dollars a ticket. Oh, so I mean, good. he dropped you
0: know <laughs> a lot hundred, of
2: money between two hundred and four hundred thousand dollars to get the stadium packed with people.
0: Yeah. And, and, again, it's not like we wouldn't have had a lot of fans mm-hmm. there. Yeah. We would have anyway, but good for Christian, and mm-hmm. I, yeah. I thought that was cool.
2: My good thing comes from Clayton Kershaw. Oh. In 2011, he founded uh, Kershaw's Challenge. Kershaw's Challenge is a faith-based, others-focused organization that was uh, born when Clayton Kershaw's wife Ellen met a nine-year-old uh, girl named Hope. At the time, Hope was born in Lusaka, Zamb- Zambia, Zambia, Zambia. That in that Africa continent. Yes. I somehow don't know, know what it is. Yeah. This uh, Hope was battling HIV. Seeing Hope struggle forced Clayton and Ellen to sponsor hope through a ministry organization to provide basic needs from there um they saw that this was a bigger need elsewhere they developed and expanded their organization in uh into places based in dallas los angeles africa and puerto rico where kershaw gives scholarships to kids promotes activity amongst kids and builds schools in these areas that are underprivileged why what is his connection to dallas is he from that i think Think so? I okay. think Clayton Kershaw is from Texas. the Texas, Texas area, yeah, so I, okay. Dallas has to be like—I I don't know if that's his hometown or the biggest or the biggest closest around, town okay. around, yeah. but he's from Texas. Okay, all right, fair enough. so, so Good for him. Good for him. He doesn't have to do any of that shit. He does right.
1: So, so I was looking at uh, stuff earlier, and you know, just doing a search for good stuff athletes have done and whatnot. And you see this constant repetition of visiting the hospitals and whatnot. And, you know, not to demean, you know, anyone that just gives money or the funds or whatnot. But if I'm a kid in a hospital and I've got a life-threatening or a chronic disease or whatnot, and I'm a fan and that athlete actually takes the time and comes and sees me. Uh I'm going to give just this one. I mean, there were many I could have picked. I I just want to say this, that. I think the folks that, that take the time and are willing to endure the emotional, the, the potentially emotional, oh my goodness, because yep. it's, it's not easy for anyone. They, they, well, I'll say it. You said it, but I agree. Trauma. The trauma of seeing this, and, and maybe you have a kid that's trying to recover, or maybe, my God, you have a terminally ill kid that you even maybe know that before seeing that child. And to do that, I think in my opinion, that's what maybe separates some athletes from, from others that, that write a check. Writing a check is important. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. oh my God, this kid that might be dying to see that athlete. And I, I I gotta believe that they are they get as much or more out of it than the kid does. Yeah.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: And um, there are people that do it. And I don't I don't fault any athlete that just says, I just can't do it. Yep. I get mm-hmm. it. Jesus. You know, everybody's wired different. You're emotional for whatever reason. But for those that do, for those that uh, that go into these hospitals and meet the parents, and, and it's just, I mean, the impact is beyond belief. And there's, yep. probably, there's probably some stories out there that, that you know, show well, some market reprovement. From an emotional standpoint, which sure. leads to other stuff. Well, and
0: so. Justin, I think you brought up Russell Wilson at one point, He goes to a lot Just, of children's hospitals. Oh, fantastic. Go, going yeah. to it at one one time is is that's nice. That's awesome. To continue to keep doing it, it does it, does it. And,
1: right, and, and, and to do it for the right reasons. <sighs> that I hope that most of these folks do. Well,
2: and that, f- that that's another that's another level. Right. Right. And, and most of the time, you're not right. going to see cameras. You don't see hundreds and hundreds of photographs of russell wilson standing around sick kids right he just doesn't do that you most of these people that go in and Mm -hmm. go in and out of these children's hospitals aren't doing it for notoriety they they're doing it because of the goodness and and and, and
1: maybe just maybe you know a one-off they they didn't really realize the impact and they're like oh my god and and they want to do it again because it's like yep
0: awesome Good work, guys. Um, <laughs> douche of the
2: Week. douche douches of the Week. Can I start? I'm, yeah. Oh, you want to start? Go ahead. No, you want to start. You I do want to start. Yeah, I do it.
0: All, I'm already going to nominate my guy for the uh, douche, Hall of Fame. douche Hall of Fame. Oh, do it. Okay. Do you guys Get at it all hard. remember a guy, a New York Yankee named Chad Curtis? Yes, he was yeah. an outfielder about in the mid '90s. Yeah, okay. He won. A, he won a couple of a World Series. Sure, yeah. maybe. Yeah. yeah, yeah. After his uh, playing career was done, he went back to some high schools to offer his oh boy help. And you know, oh, let's see no. where this is going. I don't yeah. know. This. Oh no,
1: is it yeah. going that route? Yeah, it, oh, sure it is. is. Isn't it? Yeah. yeah, it
0: absolutely is. So Check he would work with this. high school kids. And he would offer, you know, like, athletic conditioning support to them oh. to include massages. Oh. Only to the girls. Oh. Weird. 13 to 15-year-old girls, as a matter of fact.
2: He gave molested the nasal them. gave massage? What? He gave the naser massage? He absolutely did. Oh, my goodness. Yep. He was convicted of those mm-hmm.
0: sexual assaults on the 13 to 15-year-old girls. Then, when he was sentenced, he went off on a one-hour tyrant. Sentence yep, investigation, yep his statement. Sentence. Yep, in which he victim-blamed, called them all liars, referred to himself as a man of God, and he only was out to help them.
3: Boy. He
0: then went on to say how he would really like to write a book someday with one of the victims.
2: And C-U-R-T-I-S or two S's? One S. Sure. Chad Curtis. C-U-R-T-I-S. Why, why am I just hearing about this for the first I time? I completely where is agree. He f-
0: what, what did he play? He was an outfielder for the Yankees okay. in the mid-90s.
2: And where did he move the was children? Like a, I, I believe, believe was it
0: was Michigan,
2: but let me check mm, that on would Michigan. Make that would, sense. Fit. It would make yeah, sense. Yeah, Grand Rapids. That Grand Rapids. Sense. Yep. Uh, exactly. I'd like to make a motion, Chad Curtis, <laughs> to the Dave Bliss Douche Hall of Fame. Second. I second. God, that's all in that's favor? A yeah. Aye. Aye. Yeah. Any opposed?
1: I know what I'm gonna be looking at tomorrow to yeah. learn more about this person. Can I I've can heard I, the name. If someone would have said Chad
0: Curtis, I would idea. have been able to give you
1: Yankees. Just because idea. some kind of recognition that's it though. That's yep. your idea. He, and that's my po- age, yeah.
0: He told the judge, I wake up every, every morning and ask, how can I be a positive influence in this little cell? I live off. my faith every day. That's After great. he'd been convicted. With oh, the, the jury of his peers. Yeah. The victim stood out and, and stood up and walked out during his... When was, he, when was this trial? When was this? This was back in...
2: Oh, this is I'm update, assuming
0: 2019, I think he's... Oh, 2013.
2: I'm assuming he's still in prison? I believe he was
0: just released. Mm, of course, of course so, he was. Yeah, there you go.
2: Chad Curtis joins Alex Rodriguez, Manny Machado, Grayson Allen, Bucks Grayson Allen, Lance Armstrong, Pete Rose, Aubrey Huff, Dave Bliss, Kellen Winslow Jr., John Rocker, Ray Carruth, Bill Romanowski, LeBron James, and the Bastard Lawrence Levy Marlins man as members of the Dave Bliss Douche Hall of Fame. Yeah, and just... I. The fact that you hadn't heard about this,
0: you hadn't heard about this, I hadn't heard about this, is yeah, this is unbelievable, shocking.
1: It really is. The it's...
0: prosecutor said it was the most, what the mo- uh, the um, most utter lack of remorse that she had I ever mean, seen from someone's Yeah, I'm not
1: surprised by statement. anyone
0: doing this. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. just
1: surprised that we're.
0: Just hearing about it. that was the most selfish, self serving, victim blaming statement I've ever heard in my and he's career in and as a and out of prison He's out now.
1: And you saw you saw the Nasser. Um you
0: know his yes. I mean you saw the judge, yeah. Yep. Anyway, sorry, that's a big downer, but well, fuck all, Chad yeah, and Curtis is.
2: and yeah. Suddenly all the rest of our douches of the week doesn't matter. <laughs> I'm I'm gonna go with my douche of the What do week. you got? My douche of the week is Urban Meyer. Well, this is oh, interesting. Is so Urban Meyer out. apparently is raising red flags in his coaching and managing of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Oh, I want to hear about this. Uh, so I'm reading this from the Sports Knot, and I've read a couple of different articles, different sources that all kind of sound the same. So Jacksonville Jaguars head coach Urban Meyer um, has uh, arrived in Jacksonville and wanted to bring a winning culture to that team. We've talked about this, but we've, we've talked about
0: Urban Meyer right. before. We have. But please go on. It
2: seems like there are many more losses inside of trouble than any sort of steps toward a positive future. Uh, the Jaguars have repeatedly, or um, uh, uh, hold on, things have gotten off to a rough start. Um, he was allowed to assemble his coaching staff. He l- hired a lot of longtime friends. That was it. That yeah. was it. Yeah. He, he hired a lot of people that were um close to him which drew immediate ire but other issues have persisted throughout the summer to include um uh shit i lost my spot uh, multiple, people, multiple people around the league have identified major red flags. Among them are repeated issues with other coaches on the staff and Myers' temper in creating additional issues with inside the building. He has everyone looking over their shoulders already. He becomes unhinged way too easily, and he doesn't know how to handle losing even in the preseason. He loses it and wants to take over drills himself. It's not good. This is according to Jason LaCaforna of the Jacksonville Jaguars, uh, uh, CBS sports uh, reporter. Um, He has hired many uh, coaches and essentially has taken over their duties during practice uh, because they don't. Uh, They don't, uh, he doesn't agree with what's going on. If you watched his interview after week one loss, um, he said, um, oh shit, what was the term that he said? And It'll come to me after this, but it was essentially, oh, self-inflicted wounds. He said self-inflicted wounds like 300 times during this, and it was... Uh, essentially saying that the players didn't practice hard enough during the week and that's why they lost and so i'm going to have to change things myself moving forward
0: so essentially what you have is a guy who cannot transition
2: from college yeah. to pro right and that's right. why he has been right inundated right. with the questions of hey the usc job just opened up are you going go <laughs>
1: there?" Well, that is that's the big conversation is it really oh yeah huge oh. huge
2: uh, it, it has been one of those things where it's back and forth between Urban Meyer or uh, Eric Biennemi. That's or the name. Penn
1: Franklin from Penn State yeah. the conversation. Eric really? might be that. Yeah. He's been
2: passed up for so many head coaching yeah. jobs because yeah. maybe his interviews aren't so great <laughs> yeah. and uh, maybe college is better for him.
1: Wow. Interesting. <laughs>
0: Travis, you got a douche of the week. Well, I've
1: got a pass because it's Ryan Braun, and I didn't know how uh, we were going to get it. Um, yeah, so just pretty much everything Let's I said I about there. about Ryan. Um, he's not a recent douche, but
0: um, what douche he did,
1: I, you don't get that back.
0: Ryan Braun,
2: okay. Douche. Yeah, no. All right, All move on. On. What's next?
0: Uh, what do we got? That's what she said. That's Ooh. what she said. So this will be... Um, things that we hear or sports terms something that make us just want to jump up and say that's what she said
2: which is a la michael scott from the office exactly
0: i'll start okay this is a really impressive staff from top to bottom
2: oh god
0: yeah oh man
2: (laughs) that's what she said
0: that's really good
2: yeah (laughs) Justin. Mine came uh, during... Uh, <laughs> uh, mine was spoken in an actual broadcast of a baseball game. and When speaking uh, about Brandon Belt, uh, he was batting against Devin Williams. Oh. Speaking of Brandon Belt's uh, propensity to hit balls within a strike zone, he does like soft down in the zone. <laughs> oh. Nice. Boy, that was... Don't we all. That's what she said. <laughs> that
0: was very subtle, actually. It was very subtle, yeah. It
2: wasn't like in your... Uh, in your face. <laughs> Travis. Yeah, I didn't, like that's know what she
1: said? I didn't know that weightlifting commentators existed. Oh, God, yeah, they do. <laughs> all right. Oh, yeah. Pat Glenn is one of them. Okay. And this is a verified quote at some kind of competition somewhere. It's a female weightlifting competition. Oh, no. This is... Grigory Vaya from Bulgaria. I saw her snatch this morning. It was amazing.
2: Thank you, Lord Jesus, baby Jesus. Verified in other sources. Whatever you can do. Thank you. <laughs> I, saw,
0: I saw. I saw her. Saw I saw her snatch, snatch. this morning. It was amazing. <laughs> it
2: was amazing. What
0: wasn't one of our euphemisms that today? Was mine, a snatch? snatch. Yeah,
2: it was mine. That's <laughs> vagina. So good, hoo ha, <laughs> cooter. cooter, cooter. Oh god! All right, funny death story. We're
0: getting to the end of it, guys.
2: Funny death story.
0: Funny Can't... death story. I am going to start out on this. Okay, I'll go All second. Right. So there is a bar. No, I am going to go third. I third, feel confident. Mine. All right, fine. There is a bar uh, called Burkhart's Marina down in Orange, Texas.
2: No, I don't believe it. Whatever.
0: Yeah, it's on do you know a little bayou swamp kind of thing, and they saw a alligator. Down there, so they very responsibly put up a sign that said no swimming. Uh, the people promptly ignored it because that's what Texans do. I so there was a, a gentleman named Tommy Woodward.
1: Tommy. You Tommy. Tommy. Is, yeah. yeah. It's not yeah. Tom or Thomas. It's Tommy.
0: Yeah. He was drinking one night and <laughs> he decided he wanted to go for a swim. <laughs> he pulled off his shirt. <laughs> sure he did of course he did and the bartender said whoa, 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 whoa. there's alligators in there tommy yelled whoa. fuck them gators fuck that gator oh damn it Nice, that's so coach. close oh, i nice. know you nailed it that's <laughs> close enough god tommy then jumped in the water huh? where, where was this again in orange florida oh god florida Two hours later, Tommy's body was found yes, with the left was. arm missing from the elbow down.
2: Oh, that's fantastic! Oh, Tommy! Oh, Tommy. fuck that gator! Fuck that gator! Oh, that's good shit right that there. That deserves yep. a rattlesnake. <laughs> it's diluted tequila, lime liqueur. Oh okay. yeah, well,
0: Tommy oh, would approve. Maybe not. Travis, what do you got? Funny death oh, story? Yeah. Guess what state this is from?
2: Florida. Florida! Mississippi or Florida? That's Florida. It doesn't have a city,
1: it just has (laughs) two thousand six Florida. Florida. Jason and Sarah. That's all we have. Both twenty-one. They were God, this is awful. They were found protruding from a huge deflated helium advertising balloon. Jason was a college student. Sarah was in a community college. Of course she was. But apparently their education had glossed over the importance of breathing oxygen. One <laughs> <laughs> of Sarah's family members said, quote unquote, Sarah was mischievous, to be honest, end quote. Oh. <sighs> the pair pulled down an eight foot balloon, climbed inside inside for a breath of helium goodness. Oh, Her last no. words, oh, I just, yeah, it's a hype, whatever, giggling. Okay. Anyway, um, they slowly Uh, passed out and passed away into the hereafter. Sheriff's deputies (laughs) said the two were not victims of foul play. They climbed into the balloon of their own volition and no drugs or alcohol was involved. Just uh, just a little side note here. They may have wanted to check this. When one breathes pure helium, the lack of oxygen in the bloodstream causes a rapid loss of consciousness. Some euthanasia experts advocate the use of helium to painfully end one's life. Painlessly.
2: Painlessly. Hopefully so it says, not. Painfully. It says.
1: What did I say? Painfully. Painfully. Pain- painlessly. God <laughs> damn it! You know what I'm saying.
2: Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. Justin. Kenneth. Pinion. He from? This is 2005. Uh, this Alabama. No, this is Washington. State of state of Washington. Mm-hmm. Kenneth Pinion. His nickname, Mr. Hands. Mr. Hands.
1: Mr. Hands.
2: Mr. Hands. He oh, died from injuries no. caused by anal sex with a stallion. Oh boy. Oh no. Oh really? You can find this on the internet. Apparently, all you have to do is search Mr. Hands. Uh, there's a gruesome 30-second oh. video that was circulating no. in the grimmer corners of the internet in the mid-2000s uh, that shows a man willingly submitting himself to the romantic attentions of a horse. <laughs> the article, or the author of this article has seen it, and he yeah. warns, do not go looking for <laughs> it. Uh, in 2000... I said 2005, right? I don't know. <laughs> yes, in 2005... Uh. Kenneth, who has the nickname of Mr. Hands, uh, was pronounced dead due to, quote, acute periodontist periodontitis, uh, the result of perforation of the sigmoid colon during anal intercourse with a horse. A surveillance camera captured the license plate of a car that had dropped the man off the hospital after his horrific erotic encounter, (laughs) leading detectives to a 54-year-old named James Michael Tate who lived next to Mr. Hand. At the man's trailer, the police confiscated the recording of Mr. Hand as his zoophile friends called him. Uh, Being fucked by a horse, they referred to as, quote, big dick. (laughs) At the time of this incident in which Mr. Hand was anally raped by a stallion. Not raped. Anally intercourse. Sounds consensual. Had sexual intercourse with a stallion. Bestiality was legal in the state of uh, in the state of Washington, and there was no evidence that the men were abusing the animals. So Tate, the friend, was only charged with trespassing. <laughs> As a result of oh, this salacious scandal, uh, the state of uh, Washington uh, passed a law banning bestiality and making it a class C felony. So it took it that it took. Mr. Hand getting raped, getting ass penetrated by Big Dick and dying to create a law that says, whoa, whoa, (laughs) we shouldn't have sex with animals.
0: Oh, God. You're welcome. Thanks. You're welcome. Do you guys want to do a Gruber?
2: Gruber. The Gruber. Narrow-assed fucking bitch. Oh, There's a guy in Texas that is similar to Gruber. No. He's not as. Who you showed him
1: at the baggage? Carousel. Yeah, at the
2: baggage carousel. And there, were, I saw probably twenty or twenty-five uh, commercials with him. Uh, he is not as annoying or like sniveling wiener-like as Gruber. Like you look at him and narrow-assed fucking little. He has no business yeah. uh, putting money into sports, but. His phone number is like four 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 four. Yes. Yeah, so, oh. so it's oh, like I all sorts of fours, and it's really obnoxious. Is it like Saul Goodman, right? Yeah, it is. Oh. It really is like Saul. All right.
0: Yeah. What would you guys rather do than listen to David Gruber say his tagline? Travis, you got one? Justin,
2: I got one. I actually on. don't. I gotta find it. I gotta write. It. I wrote it down.
0: Hold on.
1: Let's just go with his.
0: All right, we'll go with Justin's. What do you got, Justin? Hold on, i got to find it now. Oh, oh, out loud. This is not good radio right now. Oh, geez. I... Oh, hmm. we're all better now.
2: Yep. In Gruber, I would rather fight Aunt Flo during sexual intercourse than listen to David Gruber. Oh. If you don't know what Aunt Flo is... She is a woman's menstrual strike cycle. I would rather have sex with a woman who is in her period than listen to David Gruber. I don't think I could
0: say anything after that. Let's that just would... leave it at that. Uh, yep, well oh, I do. No, nice. That. Coach, I mean
1: y- Josh, yeah. Will you second this? His growth in the last three hours, and maybe the last three weeks in between episodes, it's been noticed,
3: mm-hmm.
1: Coach, and um, I um, I appreciate it. I, I think Josh does, and I just hope everybody else does, because you have taken one gigantic step forward. It's part of maturity to this podcast, do I think I don't, we're missing. I don't think the old Coach Justin would have come up with what you just did and some mm-hmm. of the o- other stuff. It, it's kind of the... Isn't it the icing on the cake? Mm-hmm. It's, a libera- it's a liberation. From no, it's the, nice to, to be of part
0: it. of this with you. Yeah, I appreciate it. Good work it's good to have soon. support. Good. Uh, what do you guys
2: think about the beer? We have to rate oh, the beer. Oh, yeah. I got
0: to pull up my sheet.
1: Can I start since
0: I bought it?
2: Sure. Yeah. D+. Plus. Don't like it. D+. Plus. So that doesn't relate to anything that has anything yeah, it's to do with gotta baseball. it got to be a baseball. Oh we, shit, that's fuck? right.
0: We've never once, deep, given, it, uh, we've never once it? given it a deep boss. We've never once given it a There's D never been C a lever, letter we've right. never We're once done no, that shit.
1: Fair enough.
0: I was I was I was just maybe We're thinking on a about a 29 fucking
1: podcast episode. Of. And what that, the hell? That's how we do that. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I see um, lots of singles,
2: dumb. triples, <laughs> sacks. I get it. I get it, Amy. I don't see Jesus Christ. What do you got, Travis? What's your D-plus
0: equivalent of a, of a baseball <laughs> uh, Double play not to
1: end the game. A double play at the end of seventh inning, you're down by one run, and a hit would have put you ahead. I don't like it.
2: Holy balls. That's terrible. <laughs> Josh. It's uh, tasteless. <laughs> it's a pop-up to
0: second base. All right, yeah,
1: not much better. Yeah,
0: I'm not going to drink this again. Why didn't I get the good stuff? You, you want
1: can to
2: I? Hold? Can I? Hey, no! Whoa, whoa, whoa! Slow no, down! Well, I, think well, going going to like okay. I think you're gonna like
0: this I idea. I think you're gonna like this idea. I think I am too. I think I know what it is. I think it's. I because, now that I settled a little
1: bit, I know where it's going. All right. Let me do next week, and I'm gonna bring the good stuff.
2: You Better. All right. Okay. I, I, swear that, I swear! That, I swear that. to God, if you say I'm bringing this, I call this. I'm bringing this, and you bring some bullshit like this again, <laughs> I will stab a bitch. <laughs> I'll stab a bitch. Well, I don't want you to. know what he did. He said, I'm
0: bringing a, a, a ringer, and he brought a utility infielder. He said,
1: "I'm falling on the sword. I I fucked up. You I mean, what fall. do you want to
0: do? Just rub my nose in it? I, no know,
1: I'm gonna make it. I'm gonna try to make it right.
2: The sword needs to go in your anus. You need to get Fair fucked enough. by a big I, dick. Yeah, sure, Justin,
0: what's your rating on this beer?
2: Mine's a strikeout that the catcher doesn't catch, but he has to throw it down to first.
1: Why? That's oh. is, is that worse than that? Yeah. God damn it! And so for the barrel or the one barrel brewing company, uh." It's uh, yeah. it's kind of unanimous here, folks. Yeah. So Sorry, guys. We did a
2: one-barrel brewing before, and it was a first and third double play with a run scored, infield field hit, and stuff. a walk. Oh, oh, we haven't liked their stuff. We haven't liked one-barrel brewing very much. But we haven't had one of their IPAs. It was a pale ale them. and a Wisconsin lager. We so need to,
0: I feel,
1: I feel, they make like IPAs. They do. I'll tell you what, most lagers are better than this. It wasn't dog shit. It wasn't, you know, but it wasn't. It was just one step up
2: from... Yeah. Don't shit.
1: All
0: right. Uh, anything it, else they add? Hold leg. on.
2: Would you rather drink this or Miller Lite? This. For sure. Yes. Oh, that's 100%. Just M- that, that's M- like... M- Miller Lite shouldn't even be allowed in our state. Yeah. All right. Very good. Yeah, that's Little right. Bush Lite.
0: <laughs> no. Good name. <laughs> <laughs> <Push>. All
2: right. <laughs> anything else, guys? Um, no. no. All right. Fine. All right. Have a good
0: night. Thanks hey, you order. know what? What?
2: I haven't mentioned that I had sex with your mom yet.
0: <sighs> mm. You want to say now? No. I had sex with your mom. Thank you. They're cute at that age, aren't they?
2: Have a good night, guys.